0: you're listening to a mash those buttons podcast visit mash dot for a full podcast schedule To another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Mikey Kenny, also known as Keylock. Yo, what's up? And uh, Bobby Schisler, also known as Blazing Bob. Hey, hey, hey! Hey, this is episode number sixty. We are recording for June thirteenth for release on June fourteenth, and um. Once again, not much going on with Overwatch news. Um, actually, no, I think it's kind of a lie because we have a, a bunch of weekly updates. I was about, about to say, so. really? Nothing's <laughs> <Yeah>. going on? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I mean, we're going we're gonna to get to that. We're, we're, our weekly updates are going to consist of uh, uh, Jeff Kaplan's plans on Mystery Heroes, harsh lever penalties coming, the Fran banned. Uh, there's some bugs and patches we need to talk about. Um, and also, the, I have some information about when you can actually leave during the defeat screen uh we're also going to kind of dig into this year in overwatch we did not we know when the overwatch events first started it seemed like everybody was kind of doing like this is how overwatch went for the year and we didn't do that and that's because we were planning on doing it after the event was over uh so we're going to talk about that a little bit uh but before we get into our topics a few things first i want to welcome uh anybody who is listening to the show for the very first time Thanks for taking the time to come and check us out and listen to us for between 60 to 90 minutes on average. Whatever we feel like uh, doing at the time. So thanks a lot. We know you could be spending your time elsewhere. Uh, Just to let you know, we do talk about Overwatch news and some esports, but the primary focus of this show is the Overwatch community and the state of the game. So that's what you're going to hear about mostly. And even when we talk about the news and stuff like that, it kind of focuses on how it affects the community and things like that. Um last week I mentioned that we were gonna start doing community feedback a bit earlier in the show because you know you know I, I don't want people to have to wait all I mean hopefully you're listening to the entire show now, you know, but you know, I, I want the recognition to come earlier now. It's like you know, so because our community is the reason why we're here. So um first of all, we did get a new iTunes review in. Uh thank you very much to Jag of All Trades. That's what we think this is. It's Jag of all TRDS. So we we think. It's drag, a jag drag of all trades. If you could tell us if that's correct, that'll be great. Because me and uh, Bob were a little confused. Uh, but he says, um, I'm new to Overwatch, been listening to a lot of podcasts, and I especially like this one. The diverse information and fun hosts make it one of my favorites. In addition, some of the audio quality on other podcasts is downright unbearable. This one is top-notch and sounds great. Thank you very much. On two fronts, thank you very much for... Uh, listening to the show and enjoying the show and thinking the show is fun. That's, that's really our goal when we do these. And second of all, thank you very much for the, for talking about the audio quality. I do, I do the editing myself, and it has been very difficult over the past few years because this is definitely not my trade. <laughs> for, for sure. So it's been a lot, and I really appreciate when people enjoy the audio quality. So thanks a lot once again. And thanks to, as always, thanks to everybody who's written us reviews or even just given us ratings. It's awesome. Uh, because of you guys were four and a half star show. It's great. Uh, and also I wanted to give a shout out to I am Matt AF. Long time listener of the show. I've played, you know, lots of uh, competitive with Matt and he's an awesome guy. But he he placed on PS4 at 1300 SR and in a week he got to 2200 SR. That is commendable. Shout out to Matt. I am Matt AF. That was bravo, actually pretty cool. Bravo. Keep on pushing. He's in gold now. And I mean, if you keep pushing, man, you'll be at the Platinum Promise Land. And I'm going to try to line up my schedule to get some play time with you to see if I can help you out. Hopefully I don't drag you down. <laughs> but I'm going to try to help you out. So. Uh, but before we get into our main topics, why don't we see how everybody's been doing? Mike, how has your week in Overwatch been?
1: It was good. Got, got some loot boxes. I got, I think, everything I wanted for the most part. Yeah. I mean, I lost two competitive games, and I was like, fuck, but, you know, it is so what it is. are you 3 now? Huh?
0: Are you 0-3 now for your... Play- uh, did you finish your placement matches? Or? No,
1: I didn't finish. I'm like 0-2. Like, 0-2. one okay. time we were like... The the first time I, went, I lost, it was because like, well, we just aren't doing what our fucking jobs are supposed to be doing. Second time... We played competitive, but then someone started losing their connection or something, and they were having internet problems. And we're like, "Well, fuck playing competitive tonight," so mm. that went out the window. So I just haven't had uh, a I haven't had a good night to actually like grind them all out.
0: Yeah, I just did mine all at one time because I I, I, I was four and six, and I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, let me just take this this gold placement call it a night, and I actually ended up placing platinum, which was nice, but uh but yeah so you you actually got well you bought loot boxes early didn't you yeah because about- you knew what you wanted <laughs> you're like fuck it i'll just buy the loot boxes
1: yeah i got like 50 i bought 50 loot boxes got a bunch of dupes nice. but got what i wanted so i didn't care
0: nice nice I, i'll go over my haul but uh how about you bob how you been doing how's your week in overwatch You talking about my week in overwatch or my competitive
2: week in overwatch well, this week you can do, you can wrap them up into both. <laughs> well, let's just start with competitive, downright atrocious. <laughs> I mean, it's been it's been the roughest season I've ever had to start. Uh, I've had some rough, you know, place uh, placement matches, but this one, I had a good run last weekend, and then everything since. Tuesday night has just been it's been leavers it's been toxic players it's been it's been everything you could think of and it's been people not in not in voice comms and it wasn't that way in high plat before it it was not like it, like people were talking but now I mean, the the instant Hanzo picks have stopped, but it's just people come into games. They're immediately mad. I mean, you played with me the the one game where the guy freaked out. He said, don't you tell me to calm down, bro. Don't you tell me to calm down.
0: Oh, yeah. He was talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: like And you calmly was just like, hey, hey, man, calm down. And he's like, don't you tell me to calm down. And it's just yeah. like, like, I don't understand where the toxicity has come come from everybody's on edge i have a a hypothesis that it's because it's summer and there's a lot of kids playing but at the same time like there's i don't know it's 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 just been bad
0: well i i I, because you know we played quite a bit this weekend at least on what was that was that saturday was that sunday that was saturday we played
2: i think we played both days right
0: did I come home Sunday night and play? I can't remember.
2: Yeah, we we just didn't play as much Sunday night.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. So I um we we were hit with two two problems. One, this season has started because Tankzord was also complaining that this is the worst season he's played so far. Oh like, yeah, Tank's having a rough time. Yeah, like we started this season uh in in an event. So, already, people who normally don't play Overwatch are playing Overwatch. More people are playing Overwatch, and that includes people who uh, shouldn't be playing competitive or hopping in competitive. We had that one game where the guy was like, man, I haven't played this game in months, and he's playing competitive with us, you know? And I think that was because we we had somebody in our group that and was he, still doing
2: their placements. He specifically said, I don't care, and then he said, I'm going to be Tracer and Carry, and then he proceeded to die twice, and then he just left. Yes. So we, of course, reported him, and the other team reported him, too. But, I mean, if that's just going into spam mail, then
0: Doesn't make I mean, a what are we going to do? Yeah, but that's the thing. So we started this season during an event. That's problem number one. Problem number two, we played during a double XP weekend. <laughs> like that was all yeah. that is gonna draw in a whole bunch of people as well. So But at high plat
2: high plat diamond area, like I mean I had one game on Wednesday night where we were four queuing and a a a two two queue was in with us and they in they were both diamond. They insta-locked Bastion Sombra. We picked Around their their picks. We picked Arissa and we picked Ryan. And Bastion would not be bothered to get behind a shield to save his life. Ryan was chasing him around, getting in front of him. Then he'd he would pop out of sentry mode and move right to the right of Bash or right to the right of Ryan where there was no shield. It's just like it feels like throwing and they wouldn't get in 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 voice comms they wouldn't help at all and it's so frustrating and it's been driving us nuts
0: yeah i'm hoping that i'm right and this these are the reasons why we've been having so many problems i hope you're Uh, right too but yeah it's but the thing is like if that's the case over the next week or two, we should start to see it level out. Because I mean, I, I'm pretty—I'm not the type of person to just blame my losses on somebody else. Like, if we get outplayed, we got outplayed. If I did something wrong and it costs us the game, I did something wrong and costs us the game. But in a lot of these cases, we weren't getting outplayed by the other team. We were—we had people on our team who weren't communicating. That—that that, that guy with the uh, "Don't tell me to calm down, bro." Like he was just. He was just mad for no reason. Like, dude, we cleared the point, and then there were a few of us outside the point that cleared the rest of the enemies outside the point, and he was mad that we weren't standing on the point. I'm like, well, dude, we we just took care of a situation.
2: If you re if you remember, he started the match from from the get go. Mad he he said as soon as we went in. This is so fucking stupid. I've lost five in a row. Blah blah blah. And like we even tried he's to still- say like, all right, well, we just won two in a row, so let's just let's just go. We we got this. And then he's blaming everything on us. And and I mean, now I have definitely been outplayed this week, which is going to always happen. I'm going to right. have have games where I'm out played but then the games where i'm not outplayed and i just have throwers like how am i supposed to progress
0: yes exactly that 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 is that is something we've talked about like this is why the uh the sr system is is, is pretty flawed like you know like how is it a personal reflection on you if you have a somebody on your team or two people in your team that are throwing or tilted and they won't help out so I mean but that's a horse that we've beaten so many times I don't want to get into that right uh, yeah, now. For sure. How was your uh how was your um haul with the with the loot? The loot. The loot was
2: goodish. I spent twenty bucks when it first started and then I spent twenty on Sat- Saturday or Sunday. Um I got half of, of the dances um, I got, I got all the skins except for, I did have to buy Hanzo, I did have to buy Soldier, and I did have to buy Zarya, but I got all the other ones except for Genji and, Me, or Genji and, uh, era and I didn't really care about theirs, but then I went in and bought every other dance for, ev- for every single character because that's the only e, e- yeah I can't talk the only <laughs> emote that I want that I want to use like I love the dances and I just do that the whole time till match
0: starts. Well, you were I guess you were scarred from when you won Cow You didn't have a dance to represent with. Yeah,
2: I was the only guy, <laughs> and like and i and i even have it recorded and they're like hog where you at and i was like i don't have a dance and uh, then i and then i was gonna switch to a character with the dance just so i could dance with him and they're like no 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 we're about to start and i was like oh opportunity missed
0: <laughs> yeah my haul was actually the thing is like i didn't it just so happened that my schedule with work didn't work out that well with this event uh because it really it felt pretty short what was it three weeks long uh and it just didn't work out so the loot boxes i the loot boxes that i got on my own um i got some dances i got some skins at the end of the day i did do the 50 loot boxes you know for research and um i did i think i did pretty well i was satisfied with what i got right so i uh let's see i got the zarya skin the tracer skin the diva skin several times I was like, at first I'm like, oh great, that's what I wanted. Second time I'm like, okay. Third I'm like, okay. Fourth I'm like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough demon skin. Uh, but the uh, I did I got the Hanzo's like skin too, which I don't play Hanzo, so I'm not going to use it. I purchased the Symmetra skin with my last, but the credits that had accrued. Uh, sorry, um, I did pr- purchase the Symmetra skin. Uh, I was between Soldier and Symmetra. So, oh, yeah, I also got the uh, Bastion skin. I got the Bastion skin, but I really didn't care about don't
1: it. Don't talk to me about the fucking Bastion skin. I got that thing three times. I was so yeah, fucking mad. That <laughs> it's
0: such I, an ugly skin. I, right? I went back, I went back to, the, uh, to the kitchen table with the rooster.
1: You know, I didn't even get, like, I, I thought about getting the Hanzo and Soldier skin, but then I realized they're, like, on my bottom row of played heroes. So I'm just like, yeah fuck it i'm not wasting the gold on that so if they come up they come up if they don't they don't
0: I, if to me i just didn't like the, the color scheme to be it's, honest with you like it's literally overwatch though it's white and orange and black yeah yeah <laughs> it, looks, it looks a lot better on the logo itself <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, i'm like it's fine.
1: overwatch colors i i i don't understand
0: <laughs> but yeah. yeah i i guess like the, the symmetric yeah. looks cool like the, Especially the, with the, the golden gun, gun. you polish off that
1: golden gun with the golden armor and everything. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> nice. Wait,
2: did you get a Symmetric golden gun? Did you act? Did you accidentally yeah. click that?
1: No, that was on <laughs> purpose. <laughs> that was on
2: purpose. Ooh, yeah, you can hate. Bobbing. Are you, you can get all you want? Don't you want to go check it.
1: my Symmetric stats? You go right ahead. I've got, <laughs> I've got
2: a buddy, Crayop, who plays nothing but. But but Symmetra, he is he is he, he he has been diamond for the last three seasons. Mm-hmm. Only Symmetra. Mm-hmm. and he bought the gold gun. I remember in season three, three different times we were in a match, and people said that same joke. They're like, "Dude, did you did you buy the gun on accident?" And this guy tilts so fast, and he's he's he talks like a mile a. He's like the micro. Machine man. He's just like, What are you talking about? I'm I'm the one who cares. You can't even understand. See, that's when I just let them all do that.
1: See, that's when they, I just like, Okay, now you're all dead. Now (laughs) I have a plan, and now every last one of you will die.
2: Yeah, dude, that's, (laughs) I mean, to be quite honest, I call out Symmetra as the first first target, like on a regular basis over anyone else because. If you leave her, her to charge up that that, that left click, she is going to kill. She is going to kill you. And what lots don't know is, even if she stops for just a second or or two, it still stays charged up. So yeah. I mean, going you go from, from one body to, target, to the next body. Oh yeah, she she can get four kills in like a, a matter of seconds.
0: Oh yeah, I've done it. Oh, oh, yeah, have seen it. You're, you're seen talking never, every
1: like I'm like this is just another day. What do you? What? Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, but then on top of the skins I got a bunch of dances I got Mercy's dance McCree's dance Zenyatta's dance Sombra's dance Winston's dance Tracer's dance Farrah's yeah. dance I feel May's like the dance. dances
1: were weighted more to get like I feel like dances were weighted like
0: <sighs> to land harder I did purchase one dance oh I purchased Bastion's dance <sighs> <laughs> Mike already knows see I had to explain <laughs> it to Bob he already knows like <laughs> Oh, some someday somebody's going to see me cruising on the payload as Bastion doing that dance. That's going to cause so much salt.
2: Get That's down. where I get
0: my power from. That's my power source, by the way. Like,
2: Show me what you're working with.
0: I'm salt powered. Literally, <laughs> so, he's salt powered.
2: Uh, one thing I will say that I should point out to buy all the dances and to buy those extra skins that I didn't get that I wanted. I am down from 20K credits to 7K credits, so I am severely lacking when the next awesome skins come out that I want that I'm going to use for as long as till the next skins come out.
0: Wow, <laughs> um, that's like telling me that you were, you know, had $500 million, and now you only have $100 million. Like, that's still <laughs> a lot of fucking credits. <laughs> okay. But it's not
2: enough to get everything I want
0: for the next event well we'll see what actually happens hopefully they, they cool they cool it with the events but we're going to talk about that later let's hop into our uh, our main event our top story top story okay so like i said we're going to talk about this year in overwatch and kind of the big things that that have happened what we i guess that really stuck out to to us or me um and we could kind of guess end it with how we you know feel with overwatch and how we feel about the future of overwatch uh but in terms of big changes because the game is definitely different than when it first launched right like the game is definitely different i mean like when you first launched this game when you first played this game uh when it launched last year you could pick dual heroes right and more than dual heroes like i think it was unlimited yeah it was definitely you could pick as many you know you could pick it feels like a, it feels like worlds away at this point but you could pick the, whoever you
2: wanted the running joke was pick six mccree's game over
0: yeah <laughs> well that wasn't that was on pc on console it was bastions like there was or literally torbions. or torbjorns, or a combination there was literally nothing you could do if you're if an, if an entire team went torb or bastion which led to the torbjorn nerf um on console, actually, Torbjorn and Symmetra for some reason. How did she get roped into that?
1: Because it's slower to move to actually look for the turrets, but so the they turrets had to reduce take... the damage. It was, I, it was... I am I am literally playing Devil's Advocate. We've talked about this. I have no <laughs> fucking idea why they did this. I am trying to justify something that was fucking dumb.
0: Yes, yeah, because <laughs> it was fucking stupid. Because it was it. Torbjorn is different. Like every shot. You get the same amount of damage with Symmetra. Yes, it slowed you down, but you could turn around and then kill the turrets. Like it it was fucking dumb. And then they only gave them 15% of that back because it was reduced by 30%. So I was like,
2: when I first started, I remember me and my wife having one entire quick match where we didn't know how Symmetra worked. We didn't really know the game well at all. It was like the first week we got it. I remember us walking into the same room seven times. Dying and not knowing how we died, we're like, "There's no one
0: around." <laughs> it was Symmetra. We didn't hear that, that us. noise. You didn't we hear heard noise it, but we, d- we thought
2: it was someone shooting us. We didn't know anything about the game.
0: Oh, I guess I guess I can see that.
2: So early on, I mean, that's what you have with. I mean, if someone doesn't know Symmetra, or doesn't know the powers,
0: I mean, she's deadly. That is very true. She's fucking deadly now. <laughs> well. At- you're muted
2: after like after a huge rework like i mean she wasn't she wasn't as good as she is now before she had the you know the the e shield and all and all of that jazz like
0: she was right. pretty well, she, she's more deadly now that. yes but before she was still deadly so um but yeah so like they're having like the double triple like you know unlimited heroes it took them a while to realize that, that this wasn't the way to go, especially in comp. Like, dude, they should have never allowed it in comp. You know, they should have never allowed it, but they did because they're like, well, we want to see what the combinations people can do. No, it's a terrible idea and it makes comp not fun. But they changed that pretty fast, which is great, which uh, I know led us on this show to be like, okay, great, now do it for quick play. <laughs> like, that's the thing, or make an unranked yep. competitive mode because that was the problem with quick play. As soon as they changed that with quick play, I think that really helped. I think a lot of people who were playing competitive that didn't want to just went back to quick play at that point. Yep, that's Mike. <laughs> that was, that yeah, was definitely that was, my
1: Yeah, idea. no, I bitched all up in day until they finally fucking did it. Thanks for listening to me, Blizzard. I knew you were always yeah. listening.
0: Yep, and people <laughs> who still want to play like that, you can do the No Limit Heroes and you're fine. You can yep. go play in that cesspool. If you want Although, to, if you want to
1: be cancer, you can go be cancer with everybody else being cancer. What <laughs> I think they should do
2: going forward, because quick play is still Han's widow play. Like, I mean, you're gonna have one in every side, each each game. Like, they should give a little more incentive to win. Like, maybe every quick play win, you get one purple point, and then they change comp to where you get five. Like that would be something that could actually make you actually, actually like care more about winning in quick play.
0: That's true. Yeah, I mean that that wouldn't be a bad idea. The thing about quick play is you know people use it for practice. I, I get it, and I think the problem uh, with adding an incentive to winning in quick play is that you're gonna have some people who will definitely be like, okay, I want these purple points so that I can get a golden gun, and then you're going to have some people who still use it for practice, you know, and they're going to get mad. It's got, Actually, it happens now in competitive. People take their Smurfs the competitive and practice with their Smurfs and then go play seriously on their main. That's uh, what I, yep.
2: yeah, that's what I do. I mean, <laughs> yep. I'm learning Zarya. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not throwing on my lower, my lower tune, but I'm learning, I'm learning tunes that I am implementing in my higher tune but I'm learning them down there first and I'm still trying to win but it's definitely it's definitely a good place to practice because quick play is not really comp practice
0: You're right no the quick play is not comp practice but with quick play you can get the feel of a character you can get the the real feel of a character and how they move and how they work I mean I, I've then that's time. I'm like, there was like a night, well actually a few nights where I played nothing but McCree because I was terrible with McCree. And I put just I just I I would even apologize before the game started, like, sorry guys, I'm just gonna play McCree the whole time. <laughs> like it, it like I was, I'm trying to learn it, and then we're like, oh, that sucks. A couple people cursed me out, whatever. But um no, the like yeah, like that, that's what quick play is is kind of good for, but somebody only playing A certain character and comp that's a bit that's a bit more difficult like do you switch based on the composition or do you just play what you need to play
2: i do now i i started that account because i wanted to get good at genji i wanted to get good at hanzo i ended up getting good at hanzo and still sucking as genji um i could do okay as genji play him every once in a while on my main uh, just for certain situations, bastion, things of that nature. But now I'm using that character for just what I think will help us win, but characters that I don't know how to play. So, well, you know. I mean, I know how to play everybody pretty much, but characters I'm not good with or proficient with yet. And right. the thing about i don't yeah i, I, I mean that's it's really the only way to practice like quick play like you're gonna get people that are just gonna play what they want to play
0: well yeah i mean that's what I said. like they're just using it as practice but i don't know you get to a certain level of comp and that's just as bad as quick play like them right. and silver and bronze i mean i think
2: practice random random hero is an awesome place to learn what you might be good at what you might yes. want to practice but the problem is you don't you don't ever build alt and if you get like if you get your if you get your ultimate up you're gonna try and use it as soon as possible because you're gonna lose it as soon as you lose so like that's where that's where and like they're looking at changing the uh, sum of random hero and I think maybe it's Gonna go to something where it's random. It gives everybody a role, and then you're gonna have that character for the whole round because Jeff Kaplan's tired of people suiciding so that they can get a new a new tune. So, but well, maybe that's where add- quick play helps is with ultimate management and when to use an and when to use an ult, and that's something you can't get in random hero.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I thought maybe they were going to change it so that if you killed yourself or if you had an environmental death, that you wouldn't switch. Somebody, a player, would actually have to kill you in order to um, make your character change. But I don't know. We'll see. Actually, we're going to kind of dive into that a little bit later. Um, We did see some changes with the SR system. Uh, During Season 2, I was doing a lot of research. I was tracking all of my matches, trying to figure out what the fuck was going on with the SR system because nobody had any clue uh but you know they kind of admitted uh at the beginning of season three like yeah we were just kind of you know dropping everybody into the middle of the sr system and then seeing where they landed and that was it so they fixed the bell curve issue which i think really really helped um with with the sr system to a degree and also now, like you generally start a little bit lower than where you probably should be, and then it allows you to climb at the beginning versus being placed some somewhere, losing your first game and getting knocked fifty SR back. Like they they essentially reversed that system. I mean, the SR system is far from perfect. Competitive is far from perfect. As long as this SR system doesn't take your team into consideration, it's I, I can't see it really being the most the best system it can be
2: you just gotta be really careful with those matches after placements because you have an opportunity to jump up really high or you know go down some but if you miss your opportunity like if i didn't go on a wind streak right after placements last weekend there's no way i would have made it to 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 diamond this season already like i might have made it later but like it's been nothing but but bad since you know so you i wouldn't even have made it there had that had i not taken advantage of 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 that initial few matches where you get a really big boost
0: yes yeah i i I do agree so i mean i think that's kind of the problem right with the sr system In general, so like in beta, the comp system in beta, the one that a lot of people were expecting to come to live, was like a tier system. It wasn't an SR system. It was a a system where everybody starts at the bottom, and you basically just climb over people and climb up the ranks. And I really like the system. The SR system is not a ladder, which is what people want. It's a system that's supposed to put you into competitive matches, so it's supposed to find where you're supposed to be and keep you there. It's not supposed to actually move you. Um, which is why they do that forced fifty that they won't admit to, but the SR system really feels more about people feeling good than, and the changes they made to it are about people feeling good than actual, than actually being competitive to a degree. That, that, that's that's, that's what it kind of feels like that. Uh, Blizzard's done a lot of stuff they've they've admitted over the past year that they have that's a lot of the changes that they make. Are about people's feelings versus actual data and what they're seeing. Symmetra was changed because of people's feelings. Roadhog has been constantly, not constantly sorry, but several attempts. There've been several attempts to change Roadhog. That so far, I feel I think this last attempt is gonna is gonna, really gonna put the nail in the the hog coffin. But, but the you know the, the, with the SR system. I do feel it's a lot about people's feelings to a degree. Um, Not as much as some of the changes because people are still crying about, you know, winning 20 SR and then losing like 40 or 50. Yeah.
2: I don't, I, I like that. They're trying to move towards making it where you're, where you're supposed to be like having good matches. And then as you get, get better and improve, you, you rise, cause, like for instance, Hearthstone, like that is a a ladder. If I am a a good player, right? If I had e enough time in a month, I could hit legend. But I would have to have enough time. Like well, that's not the way it is in Overwatch.
1: Well, there's also like Hearthstone is a little different too, cause you don't rely on a team.
2: True but I mean, it is a but it is a true ladder.
1: Oh, it is a true ladder. It's just it's the problem I feel like with a ladder in Overwatch is cuz it's very team oriented. So it's like it's a a ladder is good I feel like for single for single player like things cuz then it's like really retrospective of you as a person. But there are the when it's not a ladder, then you or when it's a ladder and you have like way more variables involved. It, I mean, we can honestly, you know, we can carry the fuck out of people, right? So, someone gets to diamond, but really, they're like gold, right?
0: Well, so I think. Well, go ahead. I'm gonna let you finish, Mike.
1: No, I mean, it's it's just I feel like a ladder is just harder to pull off with all the variables to keep in track versus how it normally is for like fighting games and card turn based games, stuff like that.
0: It is. And that's why I think like okay, so the example I always use is StarCraft and StarCraft one v one. Like there's a solo queue, that's a ladder, and then you also have these team queues. You have two v two, three v three, four v four. Where let's say me and Bob play two v two, right? It's gonna have us do five placement matches. It's gonna place us in a, in a tier. So- and uh, I'm, you know, i'll be finished you want to fin- say something, no right finish fin- oh,
1: yeah. uh, my, my finish go ahead and then so i'll
0: it's, it's gonna put us in a tier right mm-hmm. then let's say me and you decide to play together well it doesn't matter that i'm like diamond tier in starcraft with bob when me and you play together it puts us in five more placement matches and it places us separately as a team then okay when me and bob play it, we we play together in diamond me and you play we play in platinum I, or whatever okay now let me throw a wrench in that
1: that's great because it's basing it off of lot. Now, does the 3v3 or 4v4, does it bring in randos? Does it bring in randos to fill in your squad? And then, No. no. So you have a predetermined team going into ranked, right? Like, you right. know, it's like me, you, Bob, and a friend of ours going into 4v4. It's right. us four against another set of four.
0: Yeah.
1: Overwatch doesn't work that way you've got solo queers, you've got duo queers, you've got tri queers, you've got quad queers that are all queuing for this at the same time. So there's way there's a bit more uncontrolled variables in that aspect. Actually, I,
0: I'm, I, I was wrong, because if I go into 2v2 by myself, it will put me with a random person.
1: Okay, that's... That, okay, then that, that throws out that, right? But, but I
0: usually... I'm sorry, that's my fault, because... Well, first of all, it's been a long time since I played StarCraft, but usually I didn't duo queue by myself. I played with a friend. Right. But... That's what I'm saying. I think with, um with with and people have been asking for such a long time with Overwatch, they need to have a solo queue. You know, you don't have to have this overall, the super overall ranking, right? You don't have to have that where everybody's in the same pool because I guess they want to do that because they want to validate Overwatch League and say, hey, man, if you get your SR high enough, you can be a pro player. But guess what? You're not going to do that without a team. Who is at the t- who's in Grandmaster League without playing with a team?
2: Nope.
0: No, one. Exactly. That's the thing. You're going to be playing with a team, and if you're playing a Grandmaster with a team, the team is probably sponsored or it's noticed at least. Even if it's a really, really good team, it, they're probably winning other tournaments on the side and stuff like that. So they're they're notable team. No per no person like you know. I'm not going to come by myself, ja or my Smurf Churchill is not going to go from Platinum to Grandmaster without a set team, you know?
2: Yeah. I mean, even IDDQQD a long time ago dropped way down to Silver Rake, I think it was. And he had a hell of a time because he would, he he just thought he could carry everybody right back up. Turns out, no, you can't. And he got pissed at his teammates and like he got, I mean, it was a big old thing. So yeah, I mean, my boy Jack just hit grand grand master this, this last week, but he did it with his set team that they practice daily. So I think you're probably right there.
0: Yeah. That's the thing. Everybody doesn't need to be in the same pool. It's just like Starcraft pros. Like, Sure. If you if okay if you're one v one and grandmaster that's one thing. But if you're a grandmaster in like two v two, three v three, you know no, it doesn't really translate that way. They need to break up the cues. They need to have multiple cues for if you want to go in solo, if you want to go on a team, because it's different. So yeah, that's that, that's the thing about the SR system. It, it's it definitely still needs work. I mean, the competitive aspect of Overwatch still needs work in general. Um other noticeable stuff that happened, uh that D.Va's role completely changed and Blizzard kind of just was like, Well, that's the way we wanted her to be. You know, that that's the way she was meant to be played in the first place. Yeah, no, it wasn't
2: forced. We
1: had that we had that huge blow up. We we Well the the problem was I mean we can we can reiterate our problem with it. And it was pretty much they designed a bully, they made a bully, but wait, they didn't intend to make a bully. And it's kinda like, well then neither one you want her to be a bully to begin with, or two, you're a bad designer.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, well, I
1: mean, that in was the, the...
2: current meta, she's no longer a bully. She's a backline mm-hmm. enforcer peeler. Yep,
1: yep. And if that's what they wanted her to be, well, then that's where they got her now. What? they
0: did, But you, that's can't, not even, tell me, you yeah. can't tell
1: me, you can't tell me, when you designed Diva initially... You wanted her not to be a bully, you wanted her to be a backline enforcer. Oh, well, You they... can't you can't tell me the initial design was that.
0: They didn't want her to be a backline enforcer. They said they wanted her to be damage mitigation. That's what they they said that's how and Diva's they supposed to be played. No, pushed. that's yeah, yeah. You're right. No, Mikey's 100 percent right. He definitely had a nice rant on a on an episode uh, you know, when that happened, uh talking about that. Cause she you're right, she was a bully. That's what she just, did. What was funny is
1: like if they would have just owned up to it it would have been fine. But it's the fact that, like, no, we always intended her to be this and that and that No. No, you didn't. Or else you're a bad designer. Well, I give, know. It, like that's that's literally like what it is. Like just own up to it. Just, just own up to it. You wanted her to be a bully, you designed a bully, you realized it wasn't working, and then you changed her. Just own up to it. Don't try to bullshit. Just yeah. don't. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah so that was one that that was a change that well I'm sorry like the buffs that they made to D.Va kind of led to that I think they like the buffs they made to D.Va just made her a super bully all it was they had a to slow was transition revert, all they had to do was revert her back to the way she was to be honest with you, you I mean she Go could ahead. still be a she could still be a bully even well, no with, she could, uh, at she her, could still be a bully still, <laughs> She just wasn't
1: as much of one.
0: <laughs> don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Like she was still a bully before they, made, they gave her those buffs initially. But I think the problem was that those buffs made her like a, a ridiculous bully. Like she just dive into the middle of the group and there was like nothing you could do about it.
2: Unkillable.
0: Right? Yeah. So that was the problem. When they, they needed to just back off of those changes. And she, I think she was fine. Like I don't think she actually needed that much. Besides the change they made to her, uh, deflect. And not the flex, but um defense matrix that was critical, you know, oh yeah, being who, able to
2: charge it up and just use some of it,
0: yeah, yeah, so yeah, I would definitely um I would definitely uh say that was huge for her, but the other cha- changes they made were were unneeded to a well degree.
2: jeff has has even talked about like how half the stuff comes up and they didn't even plan it. Like, it's just, we found out ways to use it together. And I mean, they can't plan for that. Like, like lots of that, the community finds out and they didn't even think about it. You know, like that's why they have to like hot, hot fix changes at, at them times because of that is because they're like, Oh crap.
0: Yeah. Yeah so that I mean Sometimes like when they make these changes like what are you Thinking about like uh, you know They they have various reasons Like for divas because people were complaining About her um let's talk about Bastion nobody Was complaining about Bastion not even the Bastion Mains uh But I I guess He
2: was pretty complained about in the 2k sr
0: range That was a Learn to play issue maybe that was a learn to play issue like you know dealing with bastion and they made some early changes to bastion when the game first came out um where because actually it was i'm sorry it wasn't it wasn't beta it was it was uh it was in beta when they made the initial bastion changes where they got rid of the shield because the problem they had with bastion is that for low-ranking people he was too difficult and for high-ranking people he wasn't difficult at all then they made some changes to him, and it was still the same case. So that's that was the goal of their update. I would say that was a failure. But then they made even more Bastion changes, which is because they felt that Bastion wasn't getting played enough, and they wanted him even more viable in more situations. I'm like, it was unneeded. Thankfully, they actually did it, though, because of what ha- ended up happening with Symmetra, with Orisa, with Reinhardt. And pa- maybe Orisa has a shield because they're like, well, if there's too many shields in the game, somebody could just switch to Bastion and take care of it. <laughs> you know maybe that's part of the reason because i i actually prefer go going bastion on offense or defense if somebody has a bunch of shields than going junkrat because junkrat's also a shield destroyer you know
1: oh yeah but now bastion can like heal himself and not give a shit Like that yeah. heal they gave him just like made that whole him being on offense to delete shields became
0: way more viable this because of that true. one thing very true I, I i i mean i don't know man like i've been playing bastion more frequently actually when that guy tilted uh when we were playing i was playing bastion so i, I, wish, mean, I, to yeah. I had, wish i had the dance then i wish i had the dance because i would have found his corpse and started dancing on it but of know.
1: course you would had
0: <laughs> we also we i mean obviously the sim buff we we kind of we talked about that and that was more of a feeling of um you know, s- s- Symmetra need to be more viable in more situations, and I think I'm not sure if Bob, uh, I'm not sure if Bob brought it up. I'm pretty sure it was Bob that that Blizzard do- needs to be aware that's no, actually, I think it was somebody else I was talking to um, on Xbox. Actually, I, I'm trying to remember who it was, um, but they are saying that Blizzard needs to to be comfortable with the fact that some heroes are going to be situational. Not every hero needs to be viable in every situation or at least multiple situations right i i i think that but that wasn't me yeah that uh, that's they need to be comfortable with that because the symmetric changes definitely were because they just felt they should need to be more uh viable so but uh obviously we got some new characters this year uh three new characters particularly you got sombra who came with that terrible ARG. God, I hope they never do that again. They said that they learned a lot from it. I hope they learned to never do it again.
1: <laughs> like, well, I mean that's probably why they've been so quiet about Doomfist lately.
2: The ARG was horrible, but the 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 BlizzCon reveal was awesome because I bought the virtual ticket and I was yeah. at work and I had made sure that I was going to be able to watch the opening press conference, and I seriously thought that my network was given out. And I was like, oh my god, what the heck is going on? What is going on? No. And then it cuts in, and I'm like, oh, this is great. (laughs) Well, I knew
0: knew something was up, because while it was happening, the crowd was cheering. I could hear the crowd cheering in the background.
1: Yeah. So that's how I I knew
0: something was
2: up. I was at work and kind of I just like I had made I had just gotten into it with someone else, and I was like, "I'll be back here in like twenty minutes," and, and I was just like a full circle. I was like, "Unbelievable! This is this is gonna break." While I'm freaking watching it, <laughs> un unreal. And then it happened. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And I went to talk to to my boss, who's also an Overwatch fan. I was like, "Oh my god!" It was <laughs> it was really cool for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, Sombra's come out, but she hasn't really. She still hasn't made a splash, right? I mean, I just think that people, teams can't figure out how to use her. You know, that use her like you know, she's a utility. She she is an attack, but she's utility. You know, she's like a cleanup killer. I know I'm most successful with her when I'm not trying to kill someone from start to finish. Usually, it's getting behind enemy lines. You know, hacking their health packs as they're backing away from a fight. You know, I just I clean them up real quick. You know, so yeah, I, don't I don't
2: even try to play her because at least with Hanzo or something like that, I can get picks and everybody kind of shuts up. Sambra, it's hard to like actually quantify what she just did to someone who doesn't understand the game well.
0: Yeah, like, she's definitely... She doesn't fit into a lot of compositions. Like, and if you're a Sombra player, like, you're really not playing with the group. And that's part of the issue with Overwatch. Like, not not with Overwatch, but how competitive Overwatch or even, uh, you know, Overwatch esports are played is that the group kind of sticks together behind an Orisa shield or a Reinhardt shield. And, you know, you got these two shields pounding against each other until one breaks and somebody can go. Uh, So even, like, I think Genji is, like, the closest you're going to get to a French character that can get behind somebody um and maybe farah too that can get behind somebody tracer and tracer too like people who have easy escapes and yes sombra does have an easy escape but it's time
2: easy ish
0: yes it's time. definitely it's- a
2: lot more skill than tracer or Genji. yeah it's definitely a lot more skill because you have to aim where your escapes going and even pros mess it up that 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 a famous match where the somber was gonna was gonna stall and she throws her warp over the point and she doesn't realize it and she goes to warp in to stall and then the match ends. I forget which one that was, but it's pretty U, uh youtube famous
0: well i think if you if you are throwing your teleporter to escape, it's already too late. I think the best way to do it is to put a teleporter, the teleport down, use your invisibility to get in, and then try to do whatever you're gonna do. And then if you're in a fight and you see that you're damaged, you you warp out at that point. But that's the thing, like, because throw, throwing the teleporter takes time; it's not instant. I think there might the one of the next buffs they make to her maybe to make the teleporter throw a lot faster and make it Possibly. travel faster.
1: I mean, I have pulled off some Maybe. pretty cool. I calling it teleport teleporter, tricks. translocator,
0: translocator. Sorry, yeah. somebody's like yelling at their fucking iPod right now. <laughs> you know, it's it's translocator, not teleporter. But go ahead, Mike. I'm oh, sorry.
1: No, it's um, like I agree with what you're saying about throwing it down first. But like, you can pull off some crazy shit if you like throw that like mid-fight,
0: like and confuse the fuck out of them. I don't understand why the translocator has to have. A, a a time moment on it. I don't think it should have a time moment on it.
2: I'm I'm cool with that too, but like Mikey said, like the best ones that I've seen are slick as shit with that throw, man. Like they'll be you know? in trouble, they'll toss it up and before it even lands, they warp and then they still have the the momentum of the throw.
3: Yeah.
1: It's really well, crazy. Well, I see, I've seen someone um go in like toss their toss their translocator um hack the planet and then just like invis the fuck out before anyone sees like you know just I've, and invis out and gets the fuck out and their team cleans up
0: I think it's I've seen some shit like that For me I think it's a little easier to track the translocator because I played Unreal Tournament for so long I Probably. mean I, I played Unreal Tournament like religiously for years so keeping, so tr- like, you know, watching, you know, keeping tracks of my trans, trying to translocate out of a situation. I think that the translocator should have no time limit, but it can be destroyed. And if it's destroyed, mm. like if it's damaged while it's flying, or if it's damaged, um, then uh, when you translocate, it kills you like Unreal. Might as well. Because that's, that's what happened on Unreal. Like, if you, like if somebody was translocating and you shot it with, like, let's say, a sniper or a lightning gun, when they would go to translocate, it would kill them. So, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, that, it's a little different because if you find a translocator just sitting around, uh, I wouldn't want the Sombra to be killed uh, by translocating back as, like, a trap. Because, you know, it's not like Unreal where you get instantaneously... Uh, you just, you know, instantly respawn. I think if the translocator is planted, right, then when you, you know, it can get destroyed. But if it's flying through the, ah, no, fuck it. It's going to be too complicated. Just fuck it. If you can, des- you can destroy it while flying through the air. Like, basically, if the translocator gets destroyed, it's it well, it, it doesn't work.
2: I'll, I'll run into those. And depending on the situation, I might stand there and wait. And then just she warps back and I'm like, boom, I'm on her. Yes, yeah, I've seen that, that a lot. Yeah,
0: Then I have had that happen to me because you know they only have 15 seconds to come back. So that also works, but I just don't understand why um why it has a, tra- a timer in the first place. So that's just me. Uh we had Anna released, which a lot of people thought Sombra was going like, that Anna was going to be Sombra, but it just turned out to be somebody else. And that was a pretty fast release. What was that less than less Three than months? a month? Three months? No. Anna came out was in it? July. Was it July? Yeah, I think Anna was on the PTR. This is when they introduced the PTR. Anna was on the PTR late June and then actually was released in July.
1: Okay. I believe it.
0: One second. But um yeah, I think the Anna and that was one another one that people had uh trouble kind of Actually no, they didn't have that much trouble fitting her in. Actually, she was a bit uh, OP. They she did. She was a bit OP. Well, no, they, yeah, they they first sure they won, they,
1: Yeah, day one they were bitching that she just doesn't heal enough, and like, so what's the fucking point of her? And then it like took a couple of months, and they realized, oh shit, wait. And they also buffed her once, and then they, they were like, oh shit, she's really OP, never mind.
2: Yeah, they increased her rate of fire and added shots to her magazine. Um, yeah. And she probably was good for a while before she got put in to, to play, but... She was such high, high, high skill cap compared to the healers that were currently in the game. Yeah. So it took it took some time, and a lot of like really skilled snipers switched over to her, and then they didn't get they didn't get yelled at for going widow, and they just destroyed.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So they they even said I think that's why Sombra took so long to buff is because they didn't want to. I think they said it one time. They didn't want an Anna situation where, like, they buffed Sombra and then, like, well, now she's too fucking strong.
0: Right? So people figured her out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the thing about Sombra, she still doesn't have place in the in the meta. No, she
1: doesn't. But I was just saying, like, yeah. just, like Anna. I mean, Anna caused them to be worried about the buff gun.
0: I mean, Orisa has a place in the meta. And Sombra still does not. So, um well, I mean, she's a shield tank. Like, that's. You have a shield and
1: you're a tank? Cool, you're in the meta. Yeah, she, yeah, that is she. Yeah, well, <laughs> she, she goes really
2: well with Ryan. I mean, without Ryan, she still has a lot of problems in certain situations, but pretty much she always goes pretty good with a well, I
1: mean,
0: there's just too goes. many
2: shields, and then at that I mean, point you have to pull out Bastion or Junkrat, believe it or not.
0: When I play, generally speaking, I I I I, I try not to say that I flex, Well, I try to say that I flex. I don't main anybody, but according to my stats, I main tanks. So, um, look, like I usually play a tank, and you know, I'll usually pick her or Reinhardt, and somebody will be like uh, a Zarya or a Diva or something like that. I, I think she can she can hold her own without Reinhardt at this point, especially because her shield deploys so fast now. You know usually by unless the unless the shield is really being focused and i mean junk rack really fuck up your day but unless the shield is really being focused by the time it breaks you could throw down another one so unless you're
2: like me and just bad at remembering to throw it down you're like oh yeah shield
0: yeah that that is a really bad habit
2: (laughs) Um, i am working on her but she's definitely a work in progress
0: yeah absolutely yeah. so but yeah Rissa mm-hmm. was released instead of Doomfist a lot of people thought it was going to be Doomfist and then there were some leaks that were saying it was going to be like some type of Yeah, spider bot spider bot you know so that didn't mm. happen I, I do like Rissa even though I think wasn't she one of the she was the first of the of the tank heroes to get her head hitbox reduced because she has a big noggin
1: uh yeah it's her
0: awful cr- was, her it cr- was, a or
2: was it Winston
1: Winston was and after her was yeah, it? Yeah. And Winston were close to, it was close together though. Yeah. But I, like I guess they yeah. realized
0: like, oh yeah, we can do this. And then they actually started doing the smart
1: thing. So all right, But um the real problem with Arisa still is her body size, like just period though. Because I mean Scattershot just just fucking deletes her instantly. Yeah. Like, but I mean, and easily too. It's not like it's a hard shot
0: to make. I don't know. Usually like I don't know, like maybe it's just me, but when I see a Hanzo he's i'm shooting at him to try to uh you know deter him from pointing his arrows at me
1: yeah but i mean you have to see the hanzo like if he's like if you're like trying to deter if 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 they get a sneak on you like i mean
0: it's scattershot you're dead yeah i think well, you're just yeah.
2: lucky that there's a lot of bad hanzos playing
0: at the moment Uh yeah, maybe i don't know i really just haven't had a problem with hanzo too much i mean like i still don't like hanzo because he shoots fucking trees like I don't, uh, I don't, I don't think Hanzo should be out damaging Widowmaker on the shot. I'm, um, it, it just, it just me. I know we live in a, this is a fake world and all that shit, but that's still ridiculous.
2: But I mean, it's the if he didn't, then there'd be no reason not to pick Widow. Like you'd always pick Widow over Hanzo because she's hit scan.
0: That's not true because H- Hanzo's advantage, just like when you play um with the tf2 sniper when you're using the arrow the advantage is that you can move in and out of places a lot faster you can you can actually you could take a shot and before the shot even lands you could be out of the way you know it's a lot uh, yeah, easier it's a lot easier to take pot shots with hanzo hanzo has a huge mobility advantage over widowmaker there's still tons of reason in my opinion to play hanzo even if he didn't shoot trees and didn't do massive damage with his arrows. You still
2: have to deal with projectile. Like you can deal with with uh, fair mercy a whole lot easier than you can with. You can deal with fair mercy with Widow a whole lot easier than you can with Hanzo. Hanzo, it's oh, yeah. hard to hit him in the air.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I. But that's they both have reasons to play. You know, so. Well, to, to play them, back. I just don't think Hanzo's advantage needs to be that he shoots trees and they they have massive damage. So they're, they're magical trees that he's shooting. Uh, we got, uh, you know, when I did this, I was like, oh, we only got two new maps. But I remember, I remember just like, oh no, we got like six new maps this year. Uh, we got Eikenwald, we got Oasis, we got uh, eco Point, Black Forest, Echo Point, Antarctica, Black Forest, Castillo, and Necropolis. Go ahead. To be fair.
1: A lot of those are fucking one one v one or three v three. Yeah,
0: you know, what?
2: Mikey took the words right out of my mouth.
0: They are, they are. They're they're three v three maps, and you know what? Before last week, I also would have put the fucking before that out of disgust of the three v three maps. But you know what? I actually kind of like three v three now now that that's they you've been, yes. you
2: been playing with us too
0: yes i've been playing with you guys and the lockout that's the key because you're right you don't have teams that are just picking a composition and staying with said composition
1: roadhog anna and then something fucking strong
0: yeah or what they were <laughs> they doing before reinhardt bastion from spawn <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, the really yeah, Symmetra and Spawn, where you basically yeah. like
1: she just be in there, and you would eventually have to walk in and deal with six turrets. In so your I face. think I
0: picked a good time to start playing three v three. Yeah, uh, you definitely did because now the lockout, the fact that once the timer hits a certain, um, you know, the timer hits a certain uh, amount, now you have to get to a point in the middle. Like they kind of like really fixing that up, and it's it's very. I, I 3v3 was pretty enjoyable. I, I, I think it's the lockout aspect that I enjoy the most. Cause now it adds a tactical aspect to the game. Like when we're playing Bob's like, well, they use this, but they didn't use that. So we got to be careful for this, you know, cause and there's certain combinations that people hold out for. Like, you know, we don't use Roadhog the first round. Cause he's somebody we kind of want to hold on to. And, you know, at some point they're going to use fair mercy, which uh, I got to toot my own horn here dude, we, I fucking wrecked those people who were doing Farah Mercy with Farah the other day. Oh yeah, you were awesome at that. You hit
2: Farah in the air. I
0: was like, man, I wish I could do that. I was shooting Farahs out of the sky with Farah and my favorite thing was like <laughs> what happens is I know the first time I hit the Farah with a rocket, the other Farah is like, oh, that was a fluke. It's not going to happen again. And then I hit the second one and I just want them to be there and all oh, like, how did he do that? How does that work? I want to be him. That's kind of like <laughs> the feeling I'm but going for. But what they're <laughs>
2: really saying is, oh, it's bullshit, man. He got
0: lucky. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably like, oh, two shots lucky. Yeah. So I, I do actually enjoy that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I am finding 3v3 very fun. At, at first, I didn't care about the new 3v3 maps. I'm like, oh, what a waste of time. Now playing, I'm like, oh, these maps are awesome. Ja is so fickle. Well, and it, <laughs> Yeah, well, you are. And it. <laughs>
2: like it like it makes like that's another thing that made 3v3 more more fun is the fact that you're not on the same freaking map over and
0: over mm-hmm. again yeah yeah that really that helps that's that's really so i mean even though i did like may snowball fight i did enjoy that <laughs> on oh, eco point i did play that several times in the winter wonderland
2: that's disgusting
0: oh yeah you don't like the one the one shot oh, i hated
2: may snowball fight i mean i literally hated it Oh God. It was the worst one. Pat, Pat, Pat.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh God. And I just hate May. I hate well, May. I hate Jaw
1: has
0: Jaw has this thing against May as well. I still do. I still think well, you know, we're not gonna get into it. I've talking about so many times. I've just come to accept it. I've come to accept the fact. I even
2: hate when I play May. I'm like, this is bullshit. Okay. Well, I'm a, okay, they're frozen. Alright, head all right, headshot. All right, why like, at least McCree, like, it takes some like like it takes some skill to, like, stun them and then get the headshot in time. May, I'm
0: like, Ow. oh, let me make a sandwich. Okay, I'm going to aim at their head. Okay, they're dead. Yeah. There's just not, I think there's just, we're used to in games, when you have a, a character as powerful as May, there's risk-reward. With the more powerful the character is, the uh higher the risk of using them is. That's like Genji. Genji is a high risk reward character. Mei, eh, not so much. <laughs> okay,
2: no, I should I should say I don't say Mei is an easy character to play.
0: You can what though. What I'm saying That's is
2: okay. I hate Mei. <laughs> right. Like that like her, her Freeze them lineup head, lineup headshot is definitely easy. She's an easy character to pick up, a hard character to master, and actually do well in comp.
0: I think because in comp, you have to use her as more like you know, you have to know when to put your ice walls up because ice walls have killed your teammates before,
1: and ice walls <laughs> have saved your teammates before. Exactly. Ice
0: wall, oh my god, if
2: I could count the amount of times I've hooked someone and an ice wall has stopped me from killing them or I alt and the May doesn't know how to put the ice wall down.
0: Rage inducing. Yes, it is very bad. But uh yeah, so th- we got these maps. I mean I in- i did enjoy I can walk. They recently made some changes to it so that there's multiple ways to get in. Uh but uh and I see some people using it to a degree, but I, I just don't think everybody read the patch notes. <laughs> to be honest with you. Not everybody knows. Um but yes so that's cool but oasis i really like oasis is the best looking map in overwatch it really is and you could tell by how some people's performances drop when they go onto oasis but agree I, to I, disagree you don't look what's the best looking map in overwatch okay looking
2: all right i missed that one key yeah it,
0: it it's i, I
1: hate, hate playing on over on oasis yeah i the, hate playing oasis
2: the now. biggest problem with O with oasis Oasis is it's king of the hill, and everybody wants to play the same character. But those three maps, you should have a completely, like a
1: completely different so, comp every map. And so then, so then, my problem with it is, is it the map the problem, or is it the people the problem? The people's well, the should, problem. The people's
2: the problem. But you should build the map based on the people and based on the maps that you well, that you've built we, before. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa! The problem
1: with how I have a problem with. It, basing your maps based on the people is then we end up with Gibraltar 50 times over. Yeah,
0: that's the thing. Like, um, the people want the same things over and over again. The people want if I wanted
1: to play, If I wanted to play the same thing over and over again, I'd play League of Legends. Yeah, you gotta force um, people
0: <laughs> out of their comfort zone. You know, that's that's the thing. You gotta force people out of their comfort zone, you know, give them new challenges and stuff like that. I I, th- I honestly think when this when this Horizon map comes out, there's gonna be a lot of difficulty with how... Not just... Not just, you know, uh, the fact it's a new map, but the fact that there's high ground for the attackers and how much space is going to be between the two teams and how open the field is. Like, I think that is going to be a huge issue. And while I'm not a fan of the map uh, yet, I do think that it is going to provide a challenge. So, you know, I don't hate it or anything like that.
2: I'm not playing comp day one. Cause people aren't even going to know where to go. Like i played in PTR and I was like, what, 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 where am I going? Yeah.
0: As overwatch continues as overwatch, you know, the game continues, we're just going to see more and more and more complex maps. The maps that we had at launch and even I well, they are not complex maps. And I think we're going to see map complexity go up, especially as people start to master the game more and more. You got to give them new challenges. So, uh, I, I do think uh it's going to be a good thing. um yeah. I guess do we count? No, no, we don't count Owner Colony in late Year One because it's not even out yet. So
1: yeah, yeah, no. we're, we're not counting that one because it's not out, like you said. Yeah, but I think I don't know. I think Icetwald was my favorite added map, though. Like it's not the prettiest, but it's the one of the maps I've had the most fun on.
0: It's I think it also delivers a lot of lore. I, I, is it the most lore driven map? I'm trying to think of the other maps that we have. Oh, you know I, mean, I don't have more... one here Route 66. That's seven maps. That's oh no. I'm sorry. Wait, wait no, was... I'm sorry. I was in beta. Route 66 is <laughs> in beta. My bad. It was released in beta. Yeah, sorry about that. Say. that's my fault. But um, yeah, yeah, no, but yeah, I can. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other maps, and I don't think there's a more lore-driven map than Eigenwald. You know, it's the aftermath of a battle between right. Bastion units and. Uh, whatever units Reinhardt was called. So I think that's like the that's what more of what players want to see. I mean, there's lore pieces in all the maps. Like you know, there's like a in in Nepal, there's uh, Genji. You have a, a picture of young Genji, which is where I think where that skin originated from. You know, stuff like that. So, but I think it's the most lore-driven map. I, I do enjoy playing on Iconwall Wall, but Oasis is I think is the best-looking map. And I'm trying in terms of my. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Oasis is the best looking, but like I think Oasis.
1: Now that I've played on it more, like I I've noticed some issues with Oasis just at, with a map.
2: I've- I can give it to you, Ja. I hated Icon Vault for the longest time, and now I really enjoy every part of it except for the first point on uh, on on attack because you still have to have a really set like if you don't have. You don't have a a a fara on Eichenwald to start. You're gonna have problems, and that's the only part that I don't like about it. But I really do like that map now, and I hated it to start. But they did make some changes to it too.
0: Right? Yeah. So that's uh, I am pleased with the map offerings now, especially that I'm playing three 3v3. v three. Three v 3s in, guys. Three v B3's in. So. Oh my gosh! I never, uh,
1: I, yeah. I never. If you would have told me, Jaw was gonna like three v three. By the time that when if when we knew three v three was a real thing, if you would have told me Jaw would have actually gonna end up liking three v three, I would have called. I would have took that bet. I would have took that bet so fast that he that like he wasn't going to like it and someone would be having all my money right now because I would have bet my bank account like he's never going to fucking like 3v3.
3: Well,
1: they, they, as much shit as you gave 3v3 and, it, and as much shit as you gave Echo Point. I was like, there's no fucking way this is ever, he'll never touch that shit except it for a loot box.
0: Because they, made they made good changes to it. They did a good job.
1: They did. They added maps to add variety and they added lockout. And you know what? Now there's actually a possibility of it being a competitive mode now. That I can see it. Yep. Absolutely. I can see it. So, let's... I hope to see it. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I th- you know what? That would be a really good thing I think if they can figure out how they would do it, but I mean, we've talked about this on a couple episodes ago.
0: Yeah. I think. What's um talk about a little about the these events like well, that was, the events were a surprise. And in the last year, we've gotten five events. So Over 12 months, we've gotten five Overwatch events. We've got Summer Games, Junkinside's Revenge, Winter Wonderland, and Year of the Rooster, and Uprising. Six, if you count the anniversary event, which, you know... the anniversary sure, why not? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you count the anniversary event, six. So every two that's months, basically, we had an event. Um, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, so, you know... Summer games was a big surprise. Of course, the Xbox ruined the surprise. Consoles ruined the surprise every time. Thanks, Xbox. (laughs) Uh, Yeah,
2: um, you took the words out of my mouth there.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Xbox. So the summer games was a huge surprise for everybody. I I think a lot of people enjoyed it. The big thing that people really disliked was the fact that you could not purchase these items with credits or with your credits. Like you could only get them in the loot box, and everybody's like, "Oh, Blizzard's corrupt. They're just trying to get you to, you know, buy or purchase loot boxes, yada yada yada, and you know all this stuff." And Blizzard could have just easily been like, um, "Okay, no more events," but that they they didn't actually do that. Now, of course, Blizzard wants you to buy loot boxes because you do purchase Overwatch for it one time. Most people purchase the forty dollars version of Overwatch. Um, most people, sorry, purchased Overwatch one time, but but uh, I've purchased it four times at this point. But um, most, you know, like uh, the loot boxes is is what allows people, is what allows Blizzard to continue to make events, make new skins, make new game modes, improve 3v3. 3v3 isn't, you know, wasn't a game mode like Lucio Ball. Um, To be honest, though, I do think that these event uh game modes that come out need to stay in the game. Lucio Ball should be playable right now in the arcade. Junkenstein's Revenge should be playable right now in the arcade. Uh you know, May Ball or whatever May Snowball fight should be playable in the arcade. CTF is still in the fucking arcade and nobody wants to play that.
2: <laughs> you I know. kinda I kinda like I I kinda like CTF.
0: Okay, Bob I'm gonna need it you much, but Bob man, you are being an
1: outlier today. Yeah, I'ma, I'ma need <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's good to, it's good. I'm glad you have modes that like we don't like, because then that you can bring in some light on it. Yeah. Like I just don't see the fun in CTF.
2: Well I don't see the fun in seat C- in like in CTF, I'm actually going to be in a CTF tournament this weekend in a in a game night Friday night. If you if uh, you two would like to come, uh, about nine o'clock Central Standard Time. Friday night's um, date
0: night for me.
1: But unfortunately, like Dungeons six v
2: <laughs> six, like you have a chance to have strategy. So right, I'm kind of cool with that, but. I like you guys talk about how people said Blizzard's trying to take money, they're money grubbing, blah blah blah. I want everybody to sit down and uh just Google Clash of Clans <laughs> and then you tell me you tell me that Blizzard is money grubbing oh, with man. Overwatch and with Hearthstone, like Clash of Clans. Yeah, that I mean, will you'd, take you'd, people for thousands of of dollars in the same in the same fashion that that uh gambling establishments take money from people. They're it's Blizzard is one of the best people in the the like free-to-play type style market, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I mean like they definitely could have just released all this stuff as DLC. Yeah, I mean, they should. They could have just released this all the easily Or They could have made it like you
2: pay, and your soldier bullets are twenty two instead of night nineteen damage per. Yeah. You can buy this cooler gun oh. that actually oh, does the- more damage, which is what Clash of Clans and Clash Ghostly. Royale do.
0: Yeah, buy power. Yep, they could totally it, but now we get these. We do get these updates for free. And even as bullshit as the loot boxes are, because, I mean, I've complained about them several times, I mean, you don't have to pay for them. So, you know, that that's the thing. Don't me wrong, I'm still going to complain about loot boxes, because you know what loot boxes are? Loot boxes are those bags that you when you go to a, like a kid's shitty birthday party, and they have those bags filled with all that stupid shit, you know, candy, corn, shit you're not going to eat, paper. Those are what loot boxes are filled with. Because I'm happy with what I got with my loot boxes, which is let me count. This is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen items I got. There were like a hundred items that you could have gotten across those loot boxes for the event, and. All I wanted were these like I was i I'm close to happy with these fourteen things I got because ninety percent of the shit that's in the loot boxes is are trash. Double voice lines, get the fuck out of my face, Jeff Kaplan. Like come on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Well what uh <laughs> what what level's your main?
0: Um two thirty.
2: See, mine's six hundred and fourteen. So mm-hmm. like or six hundred and nineteen, I think. The double XP weekend really boosted me up, but basically everything I get is credits. Like when I open a regular loot, uh, loot box, like it's just credits. Like I don't hardly ever see any, any new things. And so I do have quite a bit of credits each time to buy the new stuff. So once you play enough, like you're going to generally have enough to buy what you want to play and I play a lot of characters I mean the majority of people don't play that many characters so I don't know man I I have to say like I applaud Blizzard for for the way that they do it as opposed to the way it I'm not games sure if it. you'd
0: be as, as happy if you weren't six hundred and whatever. Like I think if yeah, you were still two hundred and thirty, you'd be like, This is bullshit. I got I got both voice lines I didn't you want did. it And I to do think,
3: I do <laughs> think
2: the anniversary was bullshit. Like that's like way uh, there was too more many credits. Items. If you wanted to buy everything, it's way more credits than any other event. But right. as long as they don't continue to do that on the next, if they go if they revert back to the way they did it before, I'm cool with that.
0: Yeah. Like, oh, that, I, want,
2: I want purple skins. I want legendaries. Like, you know, just a couple legendaries. Like, that's what I want.
0: Yeah. So. No, no, I agree. I agree. But like, the whole point was that even though we don't necessarily agree with the loot box system, and what they do with it is the greatest, it's still nice to have them. So. Oh,
1: yeah. No, it's way better than it could be. It's what, It could be a lot fucking worse. I think I I think, like, I can live with the system we have. Like, it's not fucking god-awful. And I think the fact that they reward they reward what you put into it. If you sit here and you grind it out, sure, you can probably get most of what you want except for the last event. I will not defend the last yes. event <laughs> of my items. There's there's no way to defend that. Yeah. There's just not. Yep. There's no way. Every skin being a um, legendary. Nope. Nope, that's just nope. That's nope. Um, but like majority of the events, if you grinded it out and actually played, you could probably get the things you wanted most likely. Mm. So if you put your, if they reward people who play the game, that's that's the best I can say. That's and there, yeah.
2: Blizzard listened to your complaints However, and gave a double XP weekend too.
1: Yeah, well, that was to, that was yeah, Jeff that was
2: Kaplan. Praise i mean him. that
1: was to mitigate the shit storm they
0: got oh yeah about the <laughs> <all> that, that <laughs> about was to year.
1: mitigate the shit storm let's let's be honest
0: honestly
2: but jeff capper loves you can i
0: honestly <laughs> this this anniversary event was my least favorite event because i don't think it, it should have been an event with new stuff and shit like that but i think all of the skins i think all of the items in this event should have just been permanent it should have just been yeah, permanent. I agree.
1: I do think I do think they need to release some permanent stuff cuz people are starting to run out of what to spend their gold on. Yes. Um <laughs> and then they're just stocking it up for events anyway. So I think they are going to have to really I think at some point they're going to have to release like more perma content.
0: Or at some point. I mean at some point they really just need to take that cuz the the event content, it still shows up, right? They just need to make, take some of that stuff and be like, okay, it's permanent now. Like, the dances at some point need to be permanent. They do.
2: It's very possible that everything or some of the things that were in the summer games, if they do the summer games again, it's very possible that those will become permanent.
0: Perhaps. I think so. Yeah, like, that that's a good idea. But I don't know if, they, well, we, we'll see. I mean, it's we'll see if they do summer games again cuz even Jeff Kaplan wasn't sure. I mean I think um, obviously I think the uh, obviously the Overwatch anniversary is my least favorite event. I actually think my favorite event even though it didn't have a a, a ton of scans or a ton of emotes that I wanted, my favorite event has to be Uprising. Cuz that's the that's content that a lot of people wanted. I think I mean
1: yeah, I don't I don't uh, my favorite event Mine was it's definitely Hall ch-
0: Holl- was well,
2: Junkenstein's Revenge.
1: See, that's the one I go back and forth with. I don't know if I like Junkenstein's Revenge more or did I like um uh fuck, the name just escaped me.
0: Winter Wonderland or You're the Rooster?
1: No, not Winter, not You're the Rooster, not Anniversary. uh we literally just had it. Uprising. It was like uprising thank you i (laughs) why did i forget uprising's name (laughs) i go back and forth between uprising and junkenstein because it gave me single player content and that's what i've always or like or co-op content right and like junkenstein was like i think the key that like turned the ignition for them to do uprising because they're like oh shit people like this so (laughs) like i i i don't know Yes, I just
3: I,
2: wish I was good at Hanzo when Junketstein's Revenge was out.
0: Yeah, you probably did. Well, a lot I just better. played
1: Anna
2: because <laughs> I, I loved it, and I loved Reaper like Reaper's skin, best skin ever. Junketstein's Revenge, like with the candles on the gun, like I mean, that it was, just was
0: sweet. the best. Uh, I think that was the best skin. That that event has some of the best skins. Uh, the Junk and Science Revenge with Reaper Reinhardt, like the Ghost Reinhardt, that was pretty cool. Um, I do think personally, I think Year of the Rooster had the best skins, though. Agreed. I think Year of yeah. the Rooster had the best skins
2: overall. Agreed. I'm yeah. still using the Rhine, I'm still using the Zen from it. I'm still using the Hog from it.
0: Yeah. So uh, I, s- I
2: still use the
1: May from it. So yeah. You know.
0: Too. Me and Mike got the skins that we wa- that each other wanted. <laughs> i wanted his color he wanted my color yeah so uh,
1: i know
2: i was I, I was listening then
0: yeah so um <laughs> moving on from that a big announcement that came you know this year we knew that overwatch was gonna try to dive into esports but they're trying to do something completely new they're trying to change esports as it as it is right now and i think it is ruffling some feathers with the overwatch league uh because like uh, from what i've read a lot of traditional teams won't even be able to afford to buy into it like basically team or people who own like nba teams or football teams or traditional sports teams would need to purchase in as owners and then maybe pick up a team that we see in traditional esports that's kind of what i would see happening uh in, is, in these situations but it that
2: I think that's a good thing. Like i th- I think that's what's going to bring it to the next level is that type of money, that type of marketing, like commercials constantly getting people to be like, "Oh, I might just watch this." Like, I, I mean, and if it could kill the whole drama of esports, I would love it because I'm tired of I'm tired of of base. I'm just gonna say it babies like sorry you don't get all you don't get all you don't get along with with this guy but what did they tell you in grade school like learn to get along with him like you're getting paid you're under contract do your job like i don't care that you're upset with each other Shaq and kobe won championships constantly and they hated each other like that's I'm a, I am excited and hope that we get a a, a, a big boom from this. I mean, and we might not, we might, I don't know, but I'm excited for it.
0: Um, I'm, I mean I am curious to see how it goes. I mean, I think this Overwatch League thing, like it's especially when they first announced it, right, it kind of sounded like, because you know, Activision, they bought MLG, and it kind of sounded like something MLG was trying to get off the ground years ago. Especially when they talked about the Overwatch like combine, and I just remember that. I mean, and I don't know if you're if you're listening now, you disagree with me. Please let me know, and I would love to hear your opinion. But the the MLG combine really felt like it flopped all over the place, and it just they couldn't accomplish what they were looking for. Um, it like, and I just kind of felt the same thing was going to happen with Overwatch. That's why I think they actually canceled the Overwatch combines because they just realized like, look, we're not going to try the same thing over and over again. And it not work again. And that's why they're doing contender Overwatch contenders instead of the Overwatch Combine like they have practice And maybe also they're having trouble with getting enough teams to buy in uh with the high price tag. Uh if yeah. those reports are true, that they're it's like twenty-five million dollars to to buy in no, to own a team.
2: They uh they came out during that e that e- event and said that twenty five million was way over what it was. They said it was a lot, but twenty five million was a gross overstatement. Gross overstatement, um, okay. They they said that during that uh the the little live stream that happened uh, before the annual anniversary event. Ah, uh, okay. But I don't know, like getting those money those money guys in is the way that they're gonna they're going to propel it into the national spotlight like that's why esports hasn't taken off because it's only people that play the game if you really want to make this take off you want people that don't play the game to watch it and like i don't play football never have wanted to play in high school never got to I love watching the NFL, and I strategize, and I mean, I could coach a high school, uh, a high school ball team with what I know, but I've never played. You know what I mean? Like, we need to get people that don't play in also, and that's
0: when esports is gonna boom. That's one hundred percent correct, and I've had this conversation with other people before. The problem with tr- the difference between traditional sports and esports is that basketball, baseball football even soccer right one those sports are easy to understand it's very easy to understand those sports and how they work i mean it does get pretty intricate with the positions and stuff like that but at the end of the day it's still pretty easy to understand sports not to mention whether you want to or not you're going to be introduced to these sports in some way shape or form as you're growing up so you have some type of familiarity with them with esports These games are so intricate, like, you know, I mean, just look at fighting games, for example, like, you know, millions upon millions of people play fighting games, but even I could take somebody who played who's played, you know, every single Street Fighter since the time they were a kid to now and then take them to an FGC event and they wouldn't know what the fuck is going on. You know, they wouldn't understand the terminology that they said, that these people are talking about. They could sit there and watch two people play each other, and when the crowd is going like "ooh," like they probably wouldn't even understand why, because they don't understand the dynamics of fighting games. And it's the same thing with Counter Strike. It was the same thing with Unreal Tournament. It's it's the same thing with Overwatch right now. People who play, who even play shooters, will probably watch Overwatch and not understand the dynamics of what's going on. And that's why I think traditional sports. Can have such a broad sweeping brush versus esports because you just you don't understand like it's they're hard it's harder to understand it. I um, don't.
2: Okay, the N. Okay, let's just use the NFL because that's really the only like major sport that I really really watch right. and really really know. Um.
1: I mean, you don't watch Wimbledon or the o- or the U.S. Open, or anything like that. No, I'm, I'm not really a <laughs>
2: sports guy. Um, but the NFL is extremely intricate, complicated, and what I would say the team sport as far as physical sports. It you cannot win without a without a team, and Bill Belichick has shown us with the Patriots that I hate that. It doesn't matter if you have stars, you can still win if you have a cohesive team. And the only reason that I understand football the way I do is because of all the different shows that stop, play, draw, and say, look, this is what they were trying to do here. What they made the mistake is here. And they should have done this here. And if they would have done this here, it might have opened up this here. And that's what Overwatch is. Like, that's what it is. Like that's what makes Overwatch so great compared to every other shooter I've ever played. Overwatch is amazing because of that team cohesive unit. And I think you I think what casters aren't 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 doing now, which they could do, is the contenders they could be taking matches that were really good and they could be breaking them breaking them down in VOD reviews and saying Hey, if he would have gone here, we could have done this. And that would be a huge, a huge gain for everybody who plays the game, everybody who enjoys watching the game. Like you would actually start to understand it more and start to get what you could have done in different situations. And that's what they're not doing now. They cast, but no one goes over it at least on a larger scale, afterwards. Like, one of my favorite things to do is I have a buddy, Spider, who I give my, my, rec- my recorded matches to, and he goes and he critiques my play and what I could have done here. And, oh, you missed this here, and you should be looking at this here. And it's made me a better player. And it would make people better spectators if we had that,
0: in addition to the cast that that's that's true. Like I I did say that football is intricate when you get into it, but at the same time, you can take somebody to a football game and they can still enjoy it without understanding those intricacies. You don't think so.
2: You know, I've taken plenty women and had them. Sorry. I shouldn't say that. It's just (laughs) plenty of people that don't understand football and have never cared and they don't understand what's going. You tell someone who's never heard about football, it's third and six. They're not going to know what the heck you're talking about.
1: Yeah, right. And they just, I mean, I I can experience the same thing. Like if I took you to a tennis game, would you know like why they called something out, or what if I told you the score is like thirty fifteen?
0: I know. that's based
1: off who's serving, like, right. could you tell me who's up? No, it's, it confuses the
0: shit out of me. I'm not saying to enjoy something; you it has to be. You have to understand the intricacies, right? But you like you okay. Fine, Bob. You took people to go see football games; they didn't like it. They could just not be interested in it. But some people, they go to a football game and they see the quarterback throw a thirty-yard pass to a you know there you know to a to a um, wide receiver. Then that wide receiver runs fifty yards into a touchdown. It's still that's, exciting.
2: That's the same as Widow using her shift going up in midair while she's falling sniping a target then coming down as she lands sniping another target same thing I can tell you I love football I was never taught the rules growing up I was I pretended that I liked it all through like almost to the end of college and then I got into Madden started to understand how the game worked and then all of a sudden I was like oh, this game is really cool, really cool. And, like, I'd never known. So, and, like, I learned more about baseball because my Kansas City Royals, you know, won. And, like, when they went to the World Series the first time, a couple years back, like, I didn't know anything about, uh, like, baseball was completely boring to me. And then you start learning how, how different things work and pinch hitters and different things, different strategy. And all of a sudden it becomes exciting. Whereas before it was like, God, can we leave early? Right. No, that's my point.
0: That's what I said. There has to be a hook to kind of get you in, but you have to understand, like you have to understand why certain things are exciting. Like, I mean, I guess the the ultimate example is fighting games where something very exciting could be Mm -hmm. happening, but unless you, unless you understand the dynamics of the game, you know, it, it it you just it just won't translate well. When you talk about physical sports, it's much easier to translate a physical feat into something right. that's cool or exciting than you know. And Overwatch is a little different. And I, when I was saying esports, I wasn't just talking Overwatch. I was talking about esports in general. So yeah, sure. You know, you see you see um uh, uh a fucking Genji pop his ult and then slice four or five people down. Okay. You that can kind of that can, that can be an exciting. You understand that something good had just happened, but with esports in general, you just won't see you won't you're not going to see that across the board with most with most uh, competitive games, especially ones without cheese, because ultimates are still cheese. Genji's ult is cheese. Reaver's ult is cheese. Like that's any type of ultimate is still cheese. So when you have unless you're going to add a cheese to every eSport... Which I think would eventually be the downfall of eSports, then it's going to be the same exact problem that, that 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 I was trying to get across Overwatch, yes, I think it's a little bit easier in Overwatch to kind of figure out when something good is happening to to be able to enjoy it when you're watching it and get a hook in, but definitely not it's, it's not going to translate the same as uh you know uh, regular sports. Uh, these I guess, is the point that I was trying to get across. But, um, yeah, so Overwatch League, well, we still haven't gotten much information on it. I would imagine by BlizzCon, they're going to have something. Right? I mean, they got to have something because it's been a year now.
2: Cause- I hope so, because this is my first time going, and I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, like, beside myself
0: excited, so. All right, lastly, let's talk about the animated shorts, which... Um, we got six animated shorts, you know, within the first few months of the game. Uh, actually, the first one, Recall, came out before launch. But we haven't had a new short since Infiltration, and they told us that season two was going to be getting soon. Uh, when, like, wait, when are we going to start getting more animated shorts? Like, Elvira would have been a great one to have an animated short. I mean, the whole they had that whole. Uh, uh, I think with Doomfist and uh, fucking up the new Bonnie Airport and it would have been great when she was released to have an animated short to kind of go along with that but no but yeah we had Recall was the first Alive was the second then it was Dragons then Hero which that's the name of the Soldier 76 one by the way in case nobody forgot because it's the worst one uh, the Hero one then the last Bastion which everybody fucking loves and then Infiltration <laughs>
2: I freaking love it. It was an amazing uh yeah, I'm not to get, get into it. Yeah. It was amazing.
0: Yeah, I thought I'd, Like
2: I still shed a tear when I watch it.
0: Yeah, I think when they when they try to tug at your heartstrings, I think that's a that's a cheap that that's cheap to me. I want it's I, strong. Huh? Strong. That, that that was cheap. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with you for liking it. I'm just saying it's cheap. it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a cop out in terms you know, of the short. I am
1: s- still surprised we didn't get an animated short at anniversary time
0: yes that is true I'm, I'm very I, surprised about that too I have a theory on that okay go for it
2: I think they're trying to get a actual cart uh, a cartoon going like I think they're trying to get something going where they can introduce new characters they can introduce new things in the game through an actual cartoon like an actual aired TV cartoon.
0: I don't think so. Only because it feels like they're afraid of the Overwatch lore. They're afraid to do anything with it. They had that novel that they were supposed to release, and they canned it because they couldn't get the lore right. That's the only reason I don't think. Other than that, I, I mean,
1: I think they're scared to lock them. I think I agree. I think they're scared to lock themselves in lore wise right now. Yeah. Like I feel like they have to be one hundred percent sure. Like that's the way they want to go. Before they pull the trigger. And I don't think they have that completely figured out yet for, for everything. Because here's the problem everybody's eyes are on the lore. Anytime they drop any lore, everyone gobbles that shit up. They remember every piece of it and they will hold Blizzard to it.
0: And that's because there's so little of it. That's why. Yep. Like, yep, there's it, but- so little lore. Like, when they give us these little drips and drabs, like Uprising you know people they they fucking comb through it. they have cuz they have nothing else to do think about warcraft lore and how many people actually know warcraft lore compared to the amount of people who play it that's what i'm talking about there's lots of people who know warcraft lore but compared you could you could be you could love world of warcraft you could play world of warcraft for you know 40 hours 80 hours a week and you'd st- and people who play old Warcraft like that consider people who do Warcraft lore nerds. <laughs> like you know that it's that's that, that's the thing. Like
2: it, it- I specifically installed mods to skip the quest text because I never read <laughs> one piece of it. Exactly. We would kill a boss, and there'd be some people in our raid that would tell us like what the reason was, and I was like, I don't care. What's he drop? yeah (laughs) (laughs) like how much dkp do i have to pay to get this
1: i will admit there was a certain point in ff14 i felt the same way but then i went back and fucking figured it out when it got interesting right there were always like highs and lows in mmo lore.
2: final fantasy if i ever played that mmo i might have paid attention Cause I tried to follow. I've beaten every Final Fantasy Ugh. game except for the latest one, but I'm gonna beat it. I just like, haven't gotten to it I'm yet. I'm just.
1: I, I'm gonna end this conversation with basically like, look, it's an MMO lore. It goes high and low, just like anything else, and it has its high points, it has its low points, and that's when you read and when you choose not to read. Right. But anyways, moving on. Yeah, they they uh, the cinematics were good. Like they've yet to fuck up a cinematic royally. I feel like yeah, this, it, In this entire year, fucked like, it up like
0: even though I, I'm not a. F- like i'm not necessarily a fan of last bastion it's not a bad cinematic i think hero was probably the the worst one my favorite is alive uh mainly mainly for the (laughs) the lore as the lore parts they put into it i mean that's actually an overwatch event unfolding none of the other um none of the other cinematics have that and an actual overwatch event unfolding not to mention i think it has the best choreography because like fight choreography because yeah. while dragons hold on
2: hold on help me out what is alive Widow Widow maker maker versus tracer. tracer.
0: Oh, okay okay gotcha. so no doubt dragons has great fight choreography right and it's hand-to-hand fight choreography but i think and it's like it's just an opinion but to make gun fight choreography interesting is very very difficult if you need an example watch the latest season of arrow Lots of gunfights in that in the last season of Arrow, lots of boring fights. Gunfights. If you
2: want an example gun, of it done well, color. watch Equilibrium.
0: Oh, I've seen Equilibrium. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: Equilibrium is just gun kata out the ass. Like yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. that's the thing. Like it's it's very difficult to make gun choreography uh, interesting. And they they did it, it a great job making the fight choreography between two gun wielding uh, people. Two different
1: gun Two styles. Two different gun too. styles.
0: Very interesting. Especially when Widow actually got the shot off on Mondatta. You know? Tracer... Yeah, had, that was a... Yeah, Tracer yeah. had to. If Tracer would have just took the bullet, Mondatta would still be alive. Like, yeah. That's why it's 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 definitely my favorite. Widowmaker, I don't play Widow, but she's... Lore-wise, she's one of the most interesting characters to me. Because there's something... There's something underneath there we saw it uh you know well we know we we got her i guess her main type of attitude and alive but then when you had the christmas comic where she's at gerard's grave she's not supposed to care about him anymore she's not supposed to care about anybody so why is she there there's i think and even her voice line to anna where anna's like gerard was wrong for trusting you and she's like you don't know anything about gerard like you know so yeah, like that is that I I will love to know more about Widowmaker, uh, even Reaper. Like he's also one we have a lot of lore for. And Jeff Kaplan did say, uh, was it Jeff Kaplan or was it Michael Michael Chu? I think his name is Michael Chu. I can't remember. But um, the, the, I, it was either Jeff Kaplan or the lead writer that said that that family that that Reaper was like skulking around in the Christmas comic. They're not they're not random. So I think uh, in the future I'd love to see more about that, but. Where the right. fuck are the new shorts? We're season two. I demand Where's to fucking- be entertained. Well, Look, hold on. I'm hold just, on. What's I'm Mikey's
2: just, favorite?
1: What my favorite cinematic is? Uh. Fuck. Um, <laughs> I guess dragons, if I have to pick one. Hell yeah. I'm gonna Second. like I'm gonna say dragons. Just just cause I thought that whole that that whole scene was very moving and it had a good fight. Mm. Like so I don't know. Second one is alive right behind it though. It's like between alive and dragons for me. Right. Um but uh where the fuck is my Vishkar shit?
3: True.
1: Like there is like nothing known about this organization other than they just like reform fucking cities into like a utopia and fuck over the poor. Like other than, <laughs> than that, it's like nothing you know,
0: yeah, like uh, yeah. I you, uh, going forward because these animated shorts are great and all, but they don't provide and they provide a kind of a look into the character, kind of look into Overwatch. But I want to see more Overwatch events. Like you know, at the end of Infiltration, uh, what you call that CEO is talking to Zarya. When are we gonna get a completion of that? When are we gonna know what they were talking about? You know that um the comics. So that's something I didn't even bring up here. The uh comics uh we had the very first one was McCree, which you know, that that train eventually leads to Route 66, the map. How do we get from him being on the train, fighting uh, you know, off a uh, Talon to the train being crashed? How do we get there? When are we gonna get that completion? Like that's the thing. None of this none of the stuff that's coming together is cohesive, and they need to start making these, these taking these uh these shorts and the comics and making them cohesive. It's getting really frustrating. And I demand to be entertained. So, okay. <laughs> so I don't know. I think it, I think there would be more excitement around the animated shorts and around the comics if they actually meant something when you read them. You know, I don't, I,
1: disagree. I don't disagree. I mean, we started getting more into that though, especially with the Torbjorn Bastion one, that recent one.
0: Yeah, I mean to a degree. I mean, we already knew Bastion was different. It was just Torbjorn realizing that Bastion was different like.
1: Yeah, but that's a character development of Torbjorn. Like that's that's character growth for him and like it's starting to see how Bastion can work into Overwatch etc like that.
0: Possibly. Yeah. I just they just need to make it more cohesive, but uh so in terms of the, like that's what I w- I guess I want to see that in the future, uh more cohesive lore. Uh, I want to see more improvements to the competitive system. Um, I'm trying to think what else I want to see. Uh, I think 3v3 is cool. I think uh, I don't want them to change it too much more. I would love to see more new maps for 3v3. Uh, you know, we'll see. And 3v3, they should be able to pump 3v3 maps a lot out a lot faster than they do these 6v6 maps. To be honest with you, Cause especially because a lot of them are symmetrical. So, some match to their arena maps, you know. Well,
2: they could just cut out other pieces of maps and make it a. I mean, they they could take pieces from other maps. I mean, like Ball of Sky of the first point could be a could be a one a one v one map if you just changed it some.
0: That's true. They can alter it kind of like they did with the CTF, uh, with, with the CTF maps, those. So. I do, I think it would be cool to see a competitive 3v3 now as long as they get the rule sets right, but I think they need to fix the SR system first. You know? I would love, I still think that they need to put the solo queue in, the duo queue, uh, the 3Q, and that should be it. Maybe I, I, th- I think
2: that's a good idea. I think 3Qs, 6v6, any other set of team, so four. Three two. If you're a four Q, you get with a two a two Q, and you go against a four a a two Q, or three two Qs, yeah. and then just a solo Q. So yeah,
0: I think that the important thing is I think like if you have a a duo Q, the duo Q should be able to get matched up with a four. You know, the threes would always have to get matched up with themselves, but I think the solo Q yeah should solo solo Q, always only be almost solo, solo yep. players.
1: You're, that's Agreed. A lot
0: of different. Agreed.
1: Well, it's not like would it all affect? Would it all affect one rank, or would there be a rank per queue? Rank per Q. Well,
0: well there's a lot. I think there should be a. a <laughs> I think solo queue should have its own separate rank. Yes. And then solo I, solo queue should have its own separate rank, and then the teamed queues should so have. Their, uh, should have its I'm own just rank gonna copy category. league yeah. here. I'm
1: just gonna copy league one here and say team
2: i
0: s-
1: I'm just gonna copy league here and say solo duo. That's one queue. and then. Tri quad, and quint—that's one Q—and then
0: six tuple is its own Q. But then that means for quint, you'd have to be able to tap into solo. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, it, 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 would be, it would have to be—it yeah. would like have to be. I like triple s- quad.
2: Yeah, I yeah. I just like solo one SR queuing in a non-six one SR. Mm-hmm. queuing in a six one sr good point yes. i really
1: honestly just think there should only be a solo duo and a six to be honest because everything in the middle is just really odd
2: but then i couldn't but, queue but then john my I, life
1: i know you you there the that's the problem is because of how overwatch works we've gotten into this like you can queue as any kind of team formation yeah
0: so yeah i, I, I kind of agree with bob there i would like to see a solo queue a uh team queue and then a six queue I think three Q's is fine.
1: I still think single duo should be combined, though.
0: But mm. uh, yeah, I I, I, I can totally this, see yeah. that too. Yeah, I think we I can agree with that too. It's still three Q's at the end of the day. So yeah, I think three Q's at the end of the day will be will, will, will work out. So, um, anything you're looking forward to coming up? or you, know, you think might be coming up? I mean. Every time a new character is introduced, I'm like, Ugh. like, because it could, it could, cut, it could turn out to be really bad. Like, I, I do think that Doomfist, for some reason, I have a really bad feeling that it's gonna you unbalance can't say the game. It like
2: that, though, you gotta say Doomfist.
0: I'll leave it to you. Anytime Doomfist needs to be said, I'm like Bob. <laughs> Doomfist. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I don't, we'll see. But yeah, I mean, they're pretty tight-lipped over what's what What happens? I mean, uh we do get leaks sometimes, but the leaks recently, I think maybe they've just been putting out some bad info on purpose uh so we'll see what happens there, but we talked about that for quite some time now, didn't we? let's uh go ahead and get to our weekly updates weekly updates all right, so we're gonna kind of go through these pretty uh pretty quickly um the but for some reason, of course, this week will be the week where they, we have like a ton of weekly updates like. Not a lot of news going on, but different items are happening. So, uh, the first, let's talk about the, uh, you know, Bob brought up that they're going to be making some changes to Mystery Heroes here. And uh, I'll pull that up. But uh, it was for a post uh, from uh, Jeff Kaplan It says, we have a number of he- Mystery Heroes fixes on our to-do list. We are very eager to get them get to them but it just hasn't been hasn't bubbled to the top of our priority list yet we definitely want to get rid of suiciding to force a hero switch we also remove the assemble heroes wait time as there is no reason for it in this mode we have some other improvements in mind as well i'm curious how the community as a whole feels about some of the ideas you bring up I know the I, I know that it frustrates me when the other team ends up with five divas. It also I also get frustrated when the enemy team has a balanced team comp and my team is less balanced. But perhaps that is part of the charm of the mode. I, I would say yes to that. Like that, it's mystery heroes, not comp. Okay, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like Yeah, like arcane. what do you
1: what you you should know what you're getting into with mystery heroes. Exactly. Like just 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 expect it.
0: Okay. So how do you feel? How do you guys feel about a purely random system? such as how it works now versus a mostly random system where we try to limit stacking and nudge the team comp towards something more reasonable. I can see arguments for both ways being compelling to feel different people, like uh, compelling to different people. Sorry. Um, I do think that maybe they should limit each hero to two max. Like if there's already two divas on the field, no more. Like who wants your uh, who wants your team to have five mercies? Even though it goes back to that argument, it's fucking arcade. Five mercies, awesome. A bunch of mercy. It's not like mercy has like a pea shooter. She has a fucking cannon. Yeah, that shit hurts. <laughs> it does hurt.
1: Don't don't underestimate the mercy. She'll- I'll take five
2: mercies. But yeah. Like how about five Zarya's? Yeah. Like, that- they can just spam E and like you just can't hit anybody and you don't even know who you're
0: powering up yeah i mean that's the thing you'd have to get multiple bastions to literally just Just blow them down (laughs) down. because that shield only takes uh 200 damage on her body and 400 other than that so yeah that's that's basically what you'd have to do which is pretty funny no erase what i said fuck it two four five seven i don't give a fuck it's mystery heroes and we played this weekend it was kind of fun to play because there is no pressure Whatsoever, when you play it,
2: well, but I did point out, like, I fought queuing mystery heroes, and Mel Melarina wanted to cue it because she loves it, and you guys were cool with it. I was like, all right, and then we queued, and then we were destroying people because we were queuing with three people that. Play a lot of different heroes, so it was fun because we knew how to play every hero instead of having to hit F1 and see what our moves are before. So, right, I mean, it was fun because we were destroying people, like, we did. I don't think we lost, we didn't
0: lose, but even if we lost, I'm like, eh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, eh, it's just fucking misery. It's the same way I do with quick play, like, I don't get mad during quick play losses, quick play. You know, it's no, just I, don't,
2: fun. I don't get mad. I just have less fun.
0: Yeah, no, I got you. You know, like getting a loot box at the end of a quick play loss completely erases any uh, any bad feelings I have. So, but yeah, so mystery heroes changes are on the way. I mean, that should be that should be cool. Um, what else we got? Oh, harsher Libra penalties are coming. So I guess if if you have been, oh, don't, I wouldn't get too excited yet, Bob. <laughs> so if you have been uh, a lever over the past few seasons, like it, and, and like you've been getting banned for it or getting suspended for it. Eventually, uh, one you're going to get banned for a season. Period. You're going to get permanently banned for a season, and then if you continue to uh, to be a lever, you're going to get permanently banned from competitive. So would you guys rather have this Lever Permanent Bands or Lever Island? I Lever Island. I would actually, prefer to have now that you Island. Say that,
2: Lever Island.
0: I would prefer to have Lever Island. Lever
1: Island. I don't make a Lever. Play of each other.
2: Lever Island and I don't want them to know they're on Lever oh, Island. That's the whole I want point. it to be completely silent.
1: That is the whole point. That is th- I mean that's the point. Yep. Yeah. I mean, okay. I've okay. Always, then yes, for sure. Lever always, Island. ever since like, ever since the rumors of that being in fighting games, I've always I've always supported Lever Island. Yes, I'm like make them play with the levers. It doesn't bother me any. Like,
0: I think don't permanently bend them, put them on Lever Island, and force them to stay in in games to increase their uh, lever ratio.
2: Yep. I am and then totally okay think with that. They're trolling and they're trolling other trolls. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. That's
0: I've yeah. never heard of this. Yes, so Lever Island should should totally be a thing, but this is coming, and a lot of there's a lot of pushback against this because people are like, "Well, I get disconnected, and then I get suspended, and blah zay, blah blah." Um, they do that's, need that, to that, work. That, that's you have to
1: mean, do bro. it a lot. Huh? You have to do it a lot to get there.
0: Yes, that's actually another. Um, we're gonna get into it in, in a few minutes here. Uh, I have a weekly update about that, but you do have to get a lot, do a lot to get there. But Here's the deal, and we've said it several times, Jeff Kaplan has said it, if you have connection issues, if you're having internet issues where you're getting disconnected, you should probably stop playing comp for that night. And unfortunately, if you just have shit internet where you're constantly being disconnected, I'm sorry, but you can't play comp. You can't play comp.
2: You are ruining other people's games. You You are actually ruining other people's fun time. Yes, like you should really take that in consideration when you have bad internet connection. Yeah, and- I'm sorry, it's a harsh way to say it, but I
1: remember that life.
0: Yeah, yeah, oh, I
1: I remember that. Yeah.
0: Well,
2: I, I grew uh, up in dial up, so I remember it too.
1: <laughs> well, I grew up in the country off dial up before, oh. like, oh. Oh. so I wasn't allowed to play Unreal Tournament. I wasn't allowed to play Xbox Live because Xbox because it was just trash. Like, it was impossible. Yeah. So, until I was able to, like, lean off a college internet or something, even then. But, I mean, it's easy to say, you just don't play. But then it's like, well, then don't play all the good games. You know? I mean, that's... That's... And you can't help... You can't help 18-year-olds that live out in the boondocks and they're fucking on the only internet provider that the internet honestly like this is a whole bigger issue that can be hand that's it's a it, it it gets political really quickly it sorry does. Just- it
0: does it does i get you but i mean like let's let's be honest here video games are a luxury like it, it is a, it is a luxury and it's not like they can't play the game at all just don't play you can't comp. play
1: oh so you want to ruin quick play
0: yeah fuck quick play
2: like, <laughs> quick play, they add Mike people back in when someone leaves. That's what I was looking quick play for, is you, a completely Mike. different subject. Like, <laughs> at least you get someone to replace the lever.
0: This is true. You In quick play, you get somebody to replace the lever.
1: Or they don't leave and they're there the entire time, just like stutter stepping. Yeah,
0: but, you think, but you think those people aren't playing Quick Play now? <laughs> <laughs> those people are. You <laughs> think I'm those people, got. He's.
1: Yeah. Honestly, it's a shitty situation for everybody.
0: Yeah, and just it is what it is. It is. It does suck. So, but yeah, harsher lever penalties are coming. So, if you're stacking, once them everyone's
1: up, on, Google, huh? Once Google takes over the earth, maybe we'll all just have fiber Whoa. and everything will be great. It'll be great. Well,
0: man. Google know so all of got your business, the ball so rolling, so wonderful. thank you, Google. <laughs> um okay well now oh also something big that happened this week like the number one dps i guess in overwatch got banned and um i didn't get a chance to look at all the information for it so bob's gonna take the lead on this one tell us what you know bob well uh
2: the d d de, uh defran got banned um He's one of the number one DPS in Overwatch and many say he's the number one. He plays for Selfless, the uh esports team. Um even his team when they play in matches peel for 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 him, they basically like make sure that he's up because if he's up, people die. And he's like he is the star quarterback of their of their team and he was recently banned because he's been he threw a tournament um not too long ago um he's been he's been he he's been streaming uh and throwing walls walls streaming like picking torbjorn putting turret in spawn then going and watching cooking shows while he's on stream stream uh many people on the on the uh in competitive like were it at the start of, the start of the match they're super like they're like oh my gosh we're with you and then by the end of the match they're just like you know i don't think this is cool man this is not okay and lots of the games he was still he was still winning while jacking around but he started recently trying to get people to throw with him and he's he uh started a movement called the Overwatch Isis where he was telling everybody that you become part of Overwatch Isis and you throw and Blizzard finally jumped on it and and banned him he's he is he is Banned for all of season five. He is banned for the first season of the Overwatch League when it when it begins, and he's been quite loud on on Twitter with like passive aggressive apologies, where he says, you know, he doesn't care and different things like that. Uh, His team came out and actually actually suspended him also and they've taken the stance i don't know if it's true but they've taken the stance that he's having he's having issues mentally or i i don't know they didn't elude to what it was but it sounded like depression type of ish type of issues if i had to speculate but they they said that they're going to try and get him help, try to get him coun counseling, but in my opinion like the guy you, used to work at a fast food rest, restaurant before Overwatch came out and he's got this huge opportunity and he's just throwing it away and it's it's sad to be quite honest. I don't I mean I it was a really weird story and I can't believe, because some of the other pros have had the same type of issues, but have come back strong and become, and have learned from their mistake, whereas he was reprimanded a few different times by his team, and he still continued to do this, thinking he was above the law, basically, and... It's just really kind of sad because the guy's throwing a huge opportunity away.
0: Yes. Absolutely. I mean I mean it's good that Blizzard took action on this. I mean, like it it shows that you just can't like sure people do throw and grief, but like if you do it in such a public fashion, they'll they'll hop on it. Like that that will deter other people from doing it on stream and making it guess, a spectacle. And something I might point
2: out. There's been a big movement that, hey, if you can record your your games, you should. And if you do happen to have a toxic or lever or someone who is just completely cancerous, right. put it on YouTube, send in your complaint to to Blizzard with the link to YouTube showing them the player's play and what they did what they said over 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 voice comms what they said in chat this makes it really easy for blizzard to hone in on these really toxic players and i mean that's this that's the next that's That's the next step that I'm going to go to try and help the community is to actually log these and send them in. Because, I mean, YouTube's free. Every NVIDIA card over, like, what, a 970 has an, if you download the GeForce experience, you can just record. Yeah, I mean, and it doesn't it doesn't inhibit game uh, game
0: gameplay, like why not? You don't even have to be recording the entire time. You could, like, you know, hitting the record button, you could just do, like, record the last five minutes if somebody does something, you know, last 15 minutes, so that comes in handy. I've got mine
2: set to last 20.
0: Uh, Yeah, the thing is, I wouldn't even, I would not expect Blizzard to even act that fast on those, because all you see is the player's name. You don't see their battle tag. I mean, multiple players can have the same name. But to take action on a player, they need the battle tag, which is why reporting is still the best option. But I'm, um, um, maybe they have logs where they can cross-reference when you were in a game with a with another person and see. But who knows if they have time to do that? But no, it's still a good idea. I'm not, not poo pooing the idea. I think it's still a good idea. So, but yeah, I'm- yeah,
2: I don't think the most people are gonna do it, but the people that are crazy like me just might.
0: Yeah. So I, I think um yeah I'm glad they got this guy, whether he's having some type of emotional issue or mental issue or whatever if he's having some type of depression uh you know hopefully he gets the help he needs, but keep keep he needs to keep his problems out of competitive because he's ruining other people's time with the game, so it's good that they got him uh let's move on a little bit. Mercy has two bugs right now that's two characters with noticeable bugs, so you know, we talked about Reinhardt's hammer last week, or maybe the week before that. Uh, Mercy also has a bug where, one, she's not resurrecting everybody that's in range. Like, it's that is an issue. I thought it was like a fluke. Like, maybe I didn't die. Maybe I died, Um, you know, um, too late. But no, like, that is something that has definitely been happening. It's been noted that Mercy is not resurrecting everybody in range every time. And also, now this... It's probably a bug, but I actually think that if this is the way it's supposed to be, I'm fine with it. Um her invincibility does not apply until after people have read. so when she first hits the button and she raises her arm, people don't just stand up. obviously. it takes like I think like a second, maybe a little i like mean under a second for people to actually get resurrected. If you can catch her in that short period of time before anybody's actually resurrected, it's probably more of a latency issue uh you can kill her and I'm okay with that. But you know, once somebody once people actually stand up and she's resurrected, she's invincible. So just keep that you know, watch out for that with your mercy.
2: Um just to add to that, uh Melissa plays mercy and so I know exactly what the what the bug is. It's not resing the person you're currently shifting to. I don't I don't know the name of the move cuz I don't play Mercy but when you hit shift you fly to the other to your to your teammate right if you're in mid flight going to that target even if you're right next to it if you rez you rez everyone but the but the one person that you were shifting to mm. and it doesn't happen ever it doesn't happen ever every time it just happens here and there, and she actually got got yelled at by a few different team pugs because of it. they're like why did you why did you res me who were right there? she was like, "You were in the thing it said three, but I only got two and she was kind of upset about it, but it wasn't even her it wasn't even her fault like it's just it's a they need to fix that. Right, your your point, I can total, I can totally get. I can go either way as long as we know what the exact story is. As long as we know you have that that half a second to kill her.
0: Right, exactly. Like that. That's that. We at least we know what we're dealing with. Um, Reinhardt's hammer. So, like I said, we I just mentioned that's a problem still, but that problem is going to be fixed in patch one point one two. And apparently that patch is coming out on the 20th along with Horizon Lunar Colony and the rest of these updates we're waiting for. Uh, The new Roadhog, the new Reaper. Uh, So just be ready because comp is going to look different. It's going to look different once this happens. Comp
1: is going to look really, yeah, get ready for a minute change. Yeah, and
0: I think the first week of comp when that happens is going to be very tense and tight. Are you going to have people still using Roadhog the old way. And it's just not gonna be working out for them. So there's gonna be a lot of salt in those uh in those matches. Uh finally, the leave screen. So people have been getting uh suspended and uh even banned because they are uh, leaving after defeat screen. So a while ago, Jeff Kaplan says, You can leave once the screen says defeat, you can leave. You're good, you're done. Um Yeah, not necessarily the case. Um, Come to find out after talking to Blizzard support that once the feed screen goes up, your game is still transferring data to the server or your match is still transferring data to another server. Basically, what happens is if that data transfer is not complete, you will still be counted as a lever if you leave the game. So what you need to do if you hit the defeat screen and you hit leave, if the warning message pops up for you saying that you'll count as a lever, you can't leave. That's how you know. That's how you know that it's not done yet. That's how you know that you can't leave. If you see the warning, do not ignore the warning at all, because that's basically what Blizzard replied to him. Cause the guy said that I hit the defeat screen. Sometimes I get a message saying I was a lever and I leave. And Blizzard's like, well, you got the message. Why did you leave? They're not going to change this folks. They are sticking there. They're standing their ground on it, and um, yeah, no, they're not going to change it. So, if you get that message, don't go. All right,
2: and be careful if you win too. I've had people leave right before, like right before we win, and with the same thing, and I feel so bad for them.
0: Yeah, like yeah, also yeah. If you win too, yeah, don't do it. So yeah, definitely just wait. You know, give it a few more seconds. It, it, I mean, like it, it, shit. I mean, it was the end game screen takes thirty seconds total, so you lose thirty seconds max. All right, if you if you don't leave it, also. Um, but let's move on. Um, we were gonna do community discussion, but this podcast has definitely uh, been long enough. For a community discussion, but we do <laughs> have a major announcement. This is Mikey's last show. Mikey is leaving the show because yeah. he hates us. Imagine that. No, that's, okay, that's not that's Feels
2: not true, Feels bad, bro. Feels bad.
1: I I know. I just honestly, like, it is, I I feel like this has been a little while coming because it's just like I don't feel like I'm I'm what this show needs, um, and there's a lot of life stuff kind of happening right now and. I mean, I, I plan, if Jaw will let me, I plan on like maybe showing up on some special episodes or something like that. But I, I just can't commit to this as much as I would like to. Um, I just want to say thank you to everyone listening. Um, who's listened throughout the year that we've been doing this. Who's supported us. Who's, you know, dealt with me and Jaw arguing to the dumbest shit sometimes. It's never stupid when we here. argue. <sighs> uh, no, it's not. Have you listened to some of the arguments we've had? Some of them were pretty dumb. Let's just be honest. Uh, uh, but uh, I, I think, uh, I think um, that I don't know. This is this is a good time. Um, uh, Blaze and Bob can carry this on. And Ja, I know y'all are. I think y'all are still. Y'all, we're looking. You're, uh, oh no, we we have
0: a, a new host coming on next we, week.
1: Right, so. right. Keep. We have a third to take a slot as well. So y'all are actually going to be, and from what I've heard, he sounds great. So, but um, I'm not completely dead. Just you know, might need resurrection every once in a while.
0: Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Mike. Mike knows he can come back. Uh, you know, whenever he feels like it. You know, if he wants to hop on the show. <laughs> whenever a I feel week. like it. Yeah.
1: When for it, the most part. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Mostly. So. Mostly. No. No. I um. I uh. No, we, we, we hey, really... Mikey.
2: Heroes never die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh. I know, well I've really enjoyed having you on the show. Even when we argue, I mean it's just, you know, we have differences in opinion. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 what it is. That's the fun stuff um and we, I mean, we've we said it a couple times that sometimes when i talk to people outside the show they're like man do you are you guys like frenemies like do you not like not each other i mean are like, fine <laughs> that's just like
1: good. yeah we're fine that's just how we communicate we just, with each other <laughs> we just like we just we just like have different likes and different quirks and that's just how we are yeah um, yeah
0: it's fine i mean, I mean we get into a game we we, uh, we play together it's 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 all good we're fr- you know we're friends outside the show it's there's it's great. Oh, yeah. Always. The show's been a lot no of fun. No doubt. Like, it was great, because, you know, uh, Mike wasn't always on the show. It was me and Bond in the beginning. We brought Mike on, and that really added to the show, so it's really going to suck that you're not going to be on the show anymore. I oh, know you will be fine. I thi- you will do fine. I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed. A lot of people loved hearing those, uh, those debates, those arguments. I know Disco Dan is going to be very disappointed that you're gone. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm going to be... I'm... I'm definitely disappointed that you're gone. I mean, I've listened to you guys before I ever came on here. And I mean, I never thought you guys weren't, weren't, weren't buddies because you guys are a lot like me and my good, good friends where we can argue and we still love each other. So props guys. You're
1: going gonna to make me cry. I <laughs> I I just... I, I just I just can't handle those emotions. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'll I'll be around. I just it, it's just it I just can't with the way everything's been lately, I just can't commit right now. Like as much as I want to, and I feel like eventually what's gonna happen is I would just weigh everything down and I, I want this show to succeed and I think this show is in a great place. And once again I just wanna thank everyone who's listened so far throughout All the patches, all the notes, all the arguments, all the fun, all the loot boxes that have been trash. Just, (laughs) I just thank you all. Symmetra's, don't fucking place your porter into fucking death holes. That's a dick move. Don't do it. Um, But yeah, just, you know, it'll be good. Everything's, I I have complete faith. The show's going to still be great you know, it's in a good place. Yeah.
0: We're good. All right. That's as Mikey's final words. We're good. (laughs) We're good. (laughs) All right. Well, then we're going to go ahead and close up the show. Uh, As always, we're always looking for overwatch stories. So if you have any, please send them into us, whether it's, you know, funny, cool, angry we definitely want to hear from you guys so go ahead and send me your overwatch stories we're going to get into our contact methods in a little bit uh we do have a ps4 community we have xbox one club both of those are named the same thing they're both xbox oh, sorry, they're both um watchpoint radio overwatch so if you're on console please definitely uh you know check out uh, our clubs and you know um i guess they're mostly so that i can play with you guys when i'm on the consoles i think right now i'm focusing Primarily on PC, but when I get hop on consoles, it's going to be just as feverish as it used to be. So, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, join those clubs. And you can even, you know, find other people to play with uh, there. So, yeah, cool people so far. I've met through the clubs and communities. Can't wait to play with you guys again. Um, We also have a Discord server that anybody can join. It's not just for PC. So you can go to discord.mash.com dot for oh, sorry discord dot mash for dot me so it's discord dot mash the number four dot me and uh you know we we, we chat in there um on a regular basis i uh, also always like to bring up heroes of overwatch it's a it's a great facebook group uh for people who uh play overwatch across multiple platforms or any platform uh and so a lot of lots of good guys there that that try to build each other up and help each other out so always check out heroes of overwatch if you have a Facebook account. As always, thank you for listening. We're available on multiple podcast platforms. We're on iTunes. We're on Apple Podcasts for iOS, Overcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Cast, SoundCloud, and we have an RSS feed for those of you who are using a different podcatcher. Links are available for each platform right on the Mashable Buttons website. Uh, For Twitter, uh, the Twitter account for this podcast is twitter.com slash watchpointradio. Uh, we also have twitter.com slash mtb site, facebook.com slash smash those buttons, and youtube.com slash smash those buttons. Uh, Mike, tell them where they can find you.
1: If you want to follow me for whatever reason, I post a lot of random shit. <laughs>
0: uh, it's at
1: k e y underscore l o c k e underscore. And, um, oh, I'm sorry, go
0: ahead. No, uh, uh, good. <laughs> hey, Bob, how about you?
2: You can reach me at my blossoming Twitter account at Blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. I'm up to 25 followers now. Whoop, whoop.
1: Yeah, I just retweeted
0: you too. like, just a minute ago. Awesome. (laughs) Before you get to 2,500, you have to have 25 first, so. Yep. You got to start somewhere. You do. They, yeah. That's a fact. Uh, you can find me at underscore jaw underscore. That's underscore J-A-A underscore. Uh, we encourage everybody to reach out to us and you know contact us with your comments and your questions. Uh, we always love hearing from you guys. You can reach us at WPR at matchlessbuttons.com. You can reach us to us on Twitter, uh, on Facebook, on SoundCloud, on the site itself. You know, just feel out. feel free to reach out to us. Thanks a lot. Um if you enjoyed the show and you want to help us out the best way to do that is to share the show with others and also if you can rate and review us on your pod on your podcast platform of choice that is also very very helpful and we really appreciate it that is uh tremendous and when we get reviews uh we really really appreciate them even if they're not five star reviews if they're a little critical that's fine, too, because we take we, we take the feedback. Uh, I encourage everybody to stay tuned after the show to hear what's coming up this week on Matchless Buttons. And you can go to matchlessbuttons.com slash shows to see all of our podcasts. Um, so, yeah, as always, thank you for listening. Sorry for the super long podcast. I can promise you next week is not going to be as long. Uh, we just did not expect that the year covering the year was going to take this long. But... Yeah, fuck us, right? Like you know who? Like that's me. That's bad planning on my part. So
1: <laughs> sorry about that. Man, it's like a whole. It's like a whole year. It's like a lot of content or something. Yeah, it, it
0: was stuff that we had already <laughs> talked about. So I'm like, I ah, will touch on it and we'll move on. Like, no,
1: no, no. We like to recall our memories. Who would have thought Yeah, it?
0: So sorry about that, <laughs> folks. But yeah, we're gonna get back on track next week, and we will catch you guys next week with a new host. Later.
2: It's gotta be high noon somewhere in the world.
1: I'll see y'all whenever the path is
0: closed. <laughs> yeah, you can you,
2: you can totally cut that out if you want to. I just really wanted to do it with my new mic. If if it sounds good, put it in. Well,
0: I'm putting this whole part in. So,
2: <laughs> damn it. All right. Well one one more time then. Well, it's gotta be high noon somewhere in the world. There you go, Bob, the voice Better? actor.
0: <laughs> Later, folks.